Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the FanDuel Thunderdome, on this feel-good. The divisional round starts tomorrow, Friday, January 20, 2023. Now we go football into a show that I think is going to have very high vibes. Hell yeah. Feels as if yesterday a news story broke that was potentially fodder or real or fake, nonetheless worthy of conversation, that really changed an entire vibe around the NFL community. I think everybody now, after hearing that Jim Irsay blew up Josh McDaniel's family toilet, is pumped and excited with the right state of mind to go into the divisional round where we will be able to watch two games on Saturday. What? Two games on Sunday. What? And by the time Overreaction Monday comes, we will know who the final four teams standing are. This is a massive time of year for football, and we are pumped that this is taking place tomorrow. Just 24 hours. Hmm. Just... 28 hours and 30 minutes from right now, mm-hmm. the Jacksonville Jaguars will kick off in Kansas City, a stadium known for being loud, a stadium that has super fans, one of them no longer there because he's currently in jail in Oklahoma because he was a bank robber to pay for being a super fan because of how loyal he is to the Kansas City Chiefs. And you get a quick taste of how loud that place is going to be before the game even starts. In the home. And that's going to be the moment that Trevor Lawrence is going to be standing there, hand over heart, probably helmet inside. Yep. I don't know what his move is. A lot of people have different plays. I was a hand behind back, sometimes hand on heart guy. Hand on heart is for uh, current military members or former military members not in uniform. Yes. That is their code. So I don't think humans have to feel obligated to have hand over heart door national anthem, unless you're called to do it. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? Boom. In the moment, we're doing it. But I'll stand like this sometimes. Used to have the helmet here a little bit, do a little bit of a sway. Would have the hand over heart sometimes, helmet hang to the side, depending upon what it is. Whatever Trevor Lawrence's is, I'm not sure, maybe he prays, maybe he's quiet, maybe he looks around, maybe he sings. You know, I've I've been next next to some teammates that sing every word every single time. Did not expect it. Like, third string linebacker and special team standing next to me at the end, never going to get on camera, but we're just kind of standing there. Whole fucking song singing. I'm like, okay. Scott loves his country. All right. Good pipes. Shout it. Yeah, because I could hear it, you know, so it had to give it pretty good. And there was, um, it felt like with this particular guy, I don't remember his first name. Last name was, oh, I don't remember that either. He was around for like three weeks. Mm -hmm. Tough. Bad teammate. Bad teammate. (laughs) Bad teammate. A lot of faces. He didn't miss a word, though. Like all three weeks, Mm -hmm. I stood right next to him, like the whole thing. Didn't miss a word. I was so impressed. There's other guys that cry during National Anthem because they start thinking of everything and everywhere they've been and the whole moment of what is kind of about to take place. Some people just kind of zone out, have no idea. Some people joke around a little bit. There's some shit talking. Whatever everybody does. Trevor Lawrence, who just said, I couldn't imagine that that place would be much louder than what Jacksonville was the other night whenever we came back after being down 27 zip, which is a great point. That is a moment in which you would think the, play, uh, the people that are in the stadium would get loud completely out of the game. Ah, fuck it. Let's just get drunk. Mm-hmm. At least we were here. We didn't think the Jacksonville Jaguars were going to be here. We had two number one overall picks. We had the two first overall picks in back-to-back drafts. Our team stinks. Now we're in the playoffs. We're down 27-zip. Who cares? We're here. There's still a pool here, right? Fuck. Yep. Having good, then team starts coming back. And at that state of inebriation, I assume some people are. They could get pretty loud. Oh, yeah. yeah. I assume there was a lot of, um, you know, 
uh, poor voices the day after, like I sounded after the Peach Bowl. And I bet Duval was loud. I think the way it was constructed, though, is differently than the way Kansas City is constructed. So Trevor Lawrence has not played there. I don't think he fully does understand how loud that place gets because they're just as drunk as the Jacksonville folk. And whenever they hit that chief, he'll be able to feel it. Oh, yeah. But I think what Trevor Lawrence is saying is, who cares? Mm-hmm. Right. Every game I've ever played in has been loud. loud. Okay? I'm fucking Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I, I don't know. He didn't say that, but I'm, think, I'm betting he's thinking that. But I like the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs fans are taking it personal. They're taking it as a shot. They're bringing up videos from back in the day when John Elway was asking the referees, can you please tell this crowd to fucking quiet down? How are we supposed to play football with how loud these people are? The refs, can you please keep it down around here? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, that's how loud Kansas City has been. That's how, what it's known for. So I'm expecting at 4.30 tomorrow, kick. That fucking atmosphere is going to be electrifying. Oh, yeah. Especially because they can directly affect the quarterback, the person who said, I don't think it's going to be that much mm-hmm. louder. What is Trevor Lawrence supposed to say there, too? Exactly. Right. Yes. Hey, are you ready to, to take on this Kansas City Chiefs crowd in a divisional round game? What is he supposed to say? Yeah, no. our fans are real quiet. They kind of suck. Mm-hmm. So they keep putting over his fans exactly what he's supposed to do. Chip on the shoulder for the Chiefs fans, though. Why don't we show up? Mm-hmm. Why don't we be loud? And why don't we kick off the divisional round in beautiful fashion? And after that game takes place, and by the way, we're looking at this talk to table at Boston Connor at Ty Schmidt, one half of the hammer, behind Cowboys, Tone Diggs. This game was kind of in the regular season, yep. was the one that made the Jags say, kind of reevaluate who they were. Is that not the case last time the Chiefs and the Jags played against you? Yeah, exactly. It was 27 17. Right after that, I believe they were 2 and 7. They go into the bye week. They come out on the other side and they go, you know what, 7 and 1 to finish the season. Then obviously now they're here in the divisional round. Tone Diggs, we know the Chiefs are not great against the spread. No. Chiefs are a team that people lose a lot of money on betting because they think that they're going to cover. And although the Chiefs get the win, this has been the story for a couple years now. Although the Chiefs get the win, they're not going to be doing like perfect football that you've seen them play for an entire game all the time all season long so their coverage of bets is not fantastic but i believe they did cover right against the jags or did they did they or did they not i don't know what the spread was i don't know i don't think it might have been like 13 i bet you it was more than 10 if one team was two and seven at the time and the other one was the chiefs but yeah chiefs are still win by two scores like the chiefs Mm -hmm. are normally a fucking it's a weird dynamic watching that Chiefs team play. Because yeah. at any moment, you can see Patrick Mahomes make a play where he's levitating on the ground. Yep. And Kelsey. you can see Travis Kelsey get wide open. And yeah. you can see him running in a circle. Mm-hmm. Right? They're doing a little yeah. ring around Rosie. Sure. And then bang, bang. more sophisticated football play than anybody else has. Not only are they running in circles trying to get dizzy doing this whole thing, they're also running a fucking option throwback touchdown thing. Like, that's what they do. Normally close games, though. Normally, mm-hmm. the, and I think the spread uh, indicates that. I, I, I think they think eight and a half is a lot of points, though. Yeah, especially for, sure. for a playoff game with what this Jacksonville Jaguars team is doing. I don't want to give it too much away because we will be making our official picks later. I don't know. We watched that second half of that team play. Yep, they have a capability to do that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Chiefs seemingly keep games close. Mm-hmm. It's for one reason or another. Chiefs seemingly keep games close. I'm on the Jags right now, plus eight and a half. Not the win. No offense, Jacksonville. Yeah, I think you guys would be okay with that anyways. But Chiefs not playing last week. Jacksonville having that moment. Mm-hmm. And then the whole thing. It just feels like it's going to be a close game. But Chiefs could also win by 50. True. And I, I would not be that surprised. A.J. Hawk will be joining us, obviously, in the second hour to chit-chat about all those games and talk about the weekend. Little Latte Jordan Schultz uh, will be joining us in about 10 minutes. 
This guy has some news to break, he says. Okay. Goddamn right he does. He has some news to break. He has some inside sources. Jordan Schultz, we do know, Lil Latte, because he is the offspring yeah. of Starbucks boss. Right. Heir to the throne. Yes, that's Starbucks. Yep, that one. No, we're not talking about fake-ass Starbucks. Nope. We're talking this fucking Starbucks right here that has just got all of our money, mm-hmm. right? Well, Amazon's yeah. gotten all of it. Yep. Starbucks has gotten a large portion of everybody's money. Absolutely. How come? You can make coffee at home. Sure you can. But can you get one that is just as consistent and as money and as whatever it is as Starbucks? No. It's just so easy, so simple, so efficient. Such a fucking blast. And his his dad is the one that did the whole thing. Smart guy. So whenever we talk to Schultz, we have to remember that because this fucking guy could be doing literally anything else he could be. Anything yeah. he could fathom in life. He could be doing nothing. Four penthouses in New York alone, mm-hmm. this fucking guy. Sure. And what does he decide to do? Oh, I want to have two phones and be on my phone all the time, try to be a fucking insider. We respect it. We appreciate it. But just like Arthur Smith, we don't fully comprehend it. No. But more power to him, right, Ty? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that guy's locked in and plugged in with just about everyone because he is, like Connor mentioned, the heir to the throne. But, yeah, to your point, I mean, he could be, he could be doing nothing. And, he, and he'd be just fine. He could have some C-suite position at Starbucks doing sure. absolutely nothing, just enjoying his life, kind of globetrotting, going place to place. But what is he doing? He's in the weeds. He's in the muck. He's letting us know. Drama. Stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Stories. I mean, you know. Bugging and, people that are probably uh-huh. family friends to be sources right. and saying, hey, I want to do this. Not an easy or fun job at all being an insider. Not at all. And then, again, he's not, you know, he doesn't work for the NFL Network. He doesn't work for the NFL, so he's kind of, you know, he's, he's got to go out there and, and earn his own stripes, which is not easy to do. Especially in the trust tree that is the information that gets out, but allegedly he's got some shit today. Ain't I don't right? doubt it. Isn't that you know what he said? He said he got some shit today. Oh, yeah, he said he has some stuff for you. I bet Boom. he does. Now we do have to remember that the Schultz Report has put us in a predicament a couple, in a bind a couple yeah. times. Yeah, so we're we're assault. He casts a wide net. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of hacks. Yeah, a ton of them. Which we appreciate. Oh, yeah. And I assume he does get the information from somebody. He's not just making this type of shit no. up. No. Just like baseball. You can go three for ten and be good. But there's been a couple things. No, that is not the case in the insider game, what you just said. What? Oh. Cannot go three for ten. I thought I that, that was his strategy. No, 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 because I was what I was about to say is our early introductions to the Schultz report, I think one of the first things we took from Schultz put us right into a full-on that's bullshit yeah we had to go back and say we didn't you made that up we didn't create what that the hell and then we had schultz on the show later and we i think from the very beginning we've been very straight up yeah hey schultz is this real or is this not real because you just fucking talking or yeah. is this you know have you heard it because the first time we saw one of your tweets we talked about it for around 15 20 minutes or whatever yep and we landed right in the middle of that's never gonna fucking happen you idiot tree this right. is fake but I think he hits a lot more than he misses. It was just our first introduction. Okay. Yeah. So, so we got he does. Yeah, I think he does. I we, mean, if he was the son of the CEO of Duncan, you could say he'd be 10 out of 10 every single time. But. That's a good point. It's fascinating. We are wide open in that particular bucket. I don't know if we'll take anybody on, though, because I, I love this. This is just yeah, my delicious. thing. Delicious. Duncan. I'm people, do you stuff. drink piss? You know, new people <laughs> to the show. It's not piss, believe it or not. It's not beer either. What? I would be pumped, though, if I was just drinking fucking 
what is this? I don't know. Super thirty ounces, bunch of piss. A bunch of vent- it's not piss. Exactly, I just said it's not piss. But no, it's no, thirty no. ounces of Bud Light. Yeah, Bud with oh, with ice ice in it every yeah. single day, and I was oh, just yeah. drinking like three of them. Ice I mean, piss. It's not piss. That would be badass if you were just drinking That's a what I big ass thing of piss every day. <laughs> I'm not, so this it would be not, so cool though. It it's would. not my piss. It's not Bud Light either. You'd be like, Light. you'd be like, who oh. I just learned the other day. Not just his last name. His actual name is Wim Space Hoff. <laughs> You've been saying this guy's Wim Hoff. Yeah, I thought yeah. Was, I thought you were just calling him by his last name. I thought his name was like Jared Wim Hoff. No, yeah. it's Wim Space Hoff. Yeah, I thought his last name. name was Wim Hoff too. Yeah, yeah. one million percent thought. I it just was subscribed Wim. to his Instagram the other day, man. Of cold dubs on the way. Yeah. So you're not the only one. Me and Bruce were talking about this too. Wim Hof just created a bunch of Arctic gladiators. Like everybody's Ooh. just hopping in these cold plunges nowadays. You know it, who loves cold plunges? Who's that? Mike Posner. You're damn right. Yeah, he loves cold He's got a ten pack, bro. Too. That's Michael. Oh, yeah. Everybody See? that's getting out of these cold <laughs> plunges things, these plunge, I think. Wim Hof should have made one of these. Yeah. And he's kind of a hippie, I think, if my Instagram readings are accurate yeah, of so. him. He's a hippie out there in the middle of... What's the country? Hmm. I just, I, I'm a new subscriber. It's a country over there. <laughs> in Europe? He's just jumping in lakes. He's like a hippie guy. That yeah, thing's awesome. This dude. Is he Dutch? Wim Hof no, feels like trust. Norwegian. Yeah, maybe it was Norway. I don't know what country they went to. I watched Weatherford, Posner, and like... I don't know, He's 15 far- other people Gary. go travel to Wim Hof's house. They stayed in his house, like log cabin type shit. Mm-hmm. Of course. And then they went into like the frozen ponds with the Wim Hof. <laughs> they did the whole thing. He, but now it's like every human's doing it right he now. He is Dutch. I don't know if that's where they went. but He's from Limburg. Where's that? Zito, what's that? Oh, he's from Limburg. Okay, I like that. Anyways, yeah, the cold tubs are crazy. Wim Hof is uh, bananas. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, Schultz could be doing that. He could be. That's yeah, what Schultz could be doing. Yeah. He has capability, uh, capability to be living that life. Instead, he's an insider. So whenever he says stuff, there's more of a, like when Rappaport says something, we're like, okay, Rappaport's saying this, probably coming from somebody. Works for the NFL Network. Right. Yeah. Schultz kind of an independent operator. I think he works for The Score, um, uh, a couple other places. So whenever he, a lot more give and take with his exactly. breaking news with us. Always a good conversation that comes in about five minutes. Let's wrap up divisional round weekend because after the Jaguars and the Chiefs, we got the Giants and the Eagles, a divisional battle. Woo! Seven and a half point spread feels like a lot for a division rivalry game in the divisional round. Uh, but the last time they played, it was close. Was everybody going as hard as they possibly could in that game? The Giants were benching people. No way. The Eagles, who knows if they went as hard. Jalen Hurts' his shoulder thing. What a game. Bengals, Bills, a little rematch of what happened a couple weeks ago that ended up getting stopped Glad. early. Playing in Buffalo, not a neutral site. The Bengals fans are wondering, why is that? We don't know. The game has to be played. Also, DeMar Hamlin probably not coming out on a on an ATV four-wheeler yeah. or quad, depending on where you're from uh, and what you call it. I guess updates are saying he still is on oxygen, like in the morning, I think, and mm-hmm. his lungs and his heart still. There's a lot that has to come. Is that what we read? Is that the exact diagnosis? Right. Yeah, which actually, I mean, that, that makes sense, you know, with him being in the hospital as long as he was. I think it, but, you know, from what we were hearing, it kind of made it seem like, oh, he's back in the facility, like, hey, he's A-OK, everything's good. But that does make sense. You read into it, it's like, oh, yeah, like this guy actually, like his body went through a very traumatic experience. It would make sense that he still needs, you know, a little help before he's getting back to 100%. Yeah, I'm sure his body's in a full shock that it's back oh, yeah. alive, I yeah. assume. But also, who knows what damage had been done, and you got to get back and earn back and everything like that. Because it did feel like all reports were like, he's back in the building. And Vaughn even said, there you go, right there. Yeah. 
Yeah, he getting, actually, tre- getting treatment like almost he's getting ready to play. Yeah, well, there was somebody in this office that thought he was playing in the next couple weeks. I forget who it was. Yeah, but- uh, there's somebody said it in here, and I, I everybody's stepping away from it. I respect it. Somebody said it over there though, and I was like, hey, he's going to play again. That'd be bananas. But him being back in the building, great news. Sounds like for life purposes, good football purposes. We're ways off. We're not there yet, and also. I think if you were to come out on that ATV, I assume it would be a lot of Very, lot of work. Yeah, the emotion yeah. and adrenaline. Like the energy. Yeah, yeah, adrenaline. It might be too much. Yeah, maybe. But what if he was maybe sitting on top of a golf cart? And and slower. Exactly. And he and was Golf driving. clapping. Yeah. Everybody just agreed we're going to golf uh-huh. clap. Yep. Give him a gator. Anyways, he's back, but he's not all the way back. Congrats to him. That's the last time the Bengals played against the Buffalo Bills. That's a five-and-a-half-point spread up in Buffalo. Bills Mafia is going to show out. Allegedly going to be snow, even though the Bills practiced inside yesterday. And the Bengals also in the indoor facility. What's going on? What's going on? Cowboys, Niners, three-and-a-half-point spread there. A lot of people picking the Cowboys right now. On ESPN this morning, it was everybody with Cowboys except for Ninkovich, who picked the 49ers. Mm -hmm. And then the ESPN fan poll, Cowboys. Cowboys, 53%. Then a couple other shows. Cowboys, 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 Cowboys. Are the Niners who are favored by more than a field goal all of a sudden the underdogs in the public perception's eyes? It feels like that. Tone Diggs, is that what's taking place right now? How how come everybody on TV is picking the Cowboys? Are we missing something? Am I missing something with this Niners team? I don't know because uh, the money on the, on the book is on the Niners. Um, and I think – I don't know why. I honestly have no idea why those people are doing it. Uh, statistically, like the Niners have a slight advantage pretty much in, in every area. Plus, they have two or a day or two extra rest. I don't know if that matters as far as. Uh, Certainly matters, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes and yes, then yes. I believe it's the third Traveling. or fourth straight uh, away game for the Dallas Cowboys. So there's not a lot going in there. Maybe just because people didn't realize the Bucks fucking stink. Um, Could be. Oh, so this is of more it. of a Tom Brady and the Bucks were a good team. What Dallas was able to do to them. We were actually trying. We were trying to figure this out on Hammer Down yesterday. Um, why everyone's on the Cowboys and we couldn't come to a conclusion there either. I heard you and Gumpy talking this morning, and uh, what was Gumpy saying? <laughs> he was told uh, nobody was, told. was on the Cowboys. Oh, because you guys were talking about it yesterday, and then everybody was telling you nobody's picking the Cowboys. Then this morning, literally on every single TV, mm-hmm. picking games. Cowboys, 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 mm-hmm. Cowboys. So I assume that's kind of been the way that coverage has been going in this yes. game, too. People probably been covering this this upcoming game as if the Cowboys are going to win this one because of what we were able to see the Cowboys do on Monday. I would just like to be in the camp, but I appreciate the hell out of big Mike McCarthy. Oh, yeah, of course. I love the Cowboys. I'm a big fan of the Cowboys doing their thing. I was supposed to be a Cowboy. Mm-hmm. Now, I was lied to by the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Draft weekend, and I wasn't drafted to the Cowboys. Had no hard feelings. I get you got to do what you got to do. And also, I'm a big fan of the way the Cowboys have treated us. as a, They let us go into their fucking stadium and do our show, took care of us. Their stadium's beautiful, incredibly, impeccably clean. Unreal. I mean, it is the way they go about doing their shit. Nothing but impressive. The spectacle. With that being said... And T.Y. Hilton's down there. It's like my guy. T.Y.'s like one of my guys. Mm -hmm. Love that they signed him. Smart play. He has worked out, obviously. Mm -hmm. The Niners. The Niners are the Niners. This Mm -hmm. isn't like week one or week two. This is like the Niners of the last 
I don't know what, 10 weeks it feels like? This team is a fucking buzzsaw. Are they going to lay an egg? Is that what everybody's just expecting? Kyle Shanahan to lay a fucking egg, tie? Is that what we're thinking? I don't know. I think it's uh, something we should keep in mind is they also beat the shit out of the Seahawks last week. You know, it's not like they didn't look very good last week. I, I think a lot of people are saying, you know, with Shanahan's offense and a rookie quarterback and Purdy, if the Cowboys were somehow, you know, with how well their offense played last week, if they get out 14 nothing or 17 nothing, and, you know, it's not as reliant on all these other guys, like the run game for San Francisco. Bro, he's throwing the ball 20 yards down the field. Exactly. Brock Purdy has more 20-yard completions than fucking anybody else, I think, right now. Right, yeah, and and I I completely agree, but I think that is the the narrative that everyone's running with is, hey, if, you know, you kind of take all that away and it is just Brock Purdy not being able to play with a lead and he has to go out there and kind of, you know, be the, uh, the orchestrator of winning the game for him, then maybe they run into a little bit of trouble. But, again, I don't know if there's anyone hotter in the NFL right now than the 49ers. No chance. There's a chance we're wrong because we have been wrong a lot. Let's not, hey, we've been wrong a lot. So us us acting like other people are wrong, very, very grandstandy. We're almost, hey, we're almost, you know what I mean? We're almost doing this. Well, no. We're almost doing this. Well, no. We're almost high-horsing it. Uh Uh-uh, because what did I say this morning? I hate more than anything that I like the Cowboys. Like, we are all on different pages at the moment. I believe Tony also jumped in. I don't know if he wants to now, but for some strange reason, it feels that way. But I think also what people are looking at from last week is, well, the Cowboys' rush defense is really good, whereas in reality, uh, the Buccaneers maybe rushed the ball 14 times. So it's hard to compare the two with a weak O-line. So when you do look at the game, it's hard not to take the Niners, but I feel like I fall back into the U-Miami trap, whereas I want the U to be good. So when the U comes around and plays every year, first game, I'm betting on U-Miami because I think it's their year. But it never is. U-Miami. And this is the same exact, Miami U, whatever. And it's the same exact thing. The U. The U. And it's the same exact thing with the Cowboys. Yeah. Sure, or my, or yeah. just Miami. You did. You get it. Thank you. Sometimes that's why I'm taking the Cowboys. You're worried about people getting confused with Miami of Ohio, the Red Hawks. That's exactly. Why, well, that's why I thought you were trying to. Yeah. I honestly, I, mm-hmm. I was trying to piece it mm-hmm. together there. Incredible take. You're 100 right, and I'm doing the same thing because the fucking you. Whenever they're rolling, you know, we got the people's elbow every offseason. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're going to be good this year again. I understand. Speaking every of year. Miami, they just lost the uh, number one corner in the country to Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Dion. Mm-hmm. We got him. Game over. What a banger that was back in the day. Like, oh, what's that, 2003, 2004? Yeah. Yep. A little flip. Mm-hmm. He had a little bit of a run there. He did. I, used to, I remember listening to Game Over one time um, before, like, a soccer game when I was in high school. It felt so cool. Mm-hmm. Come walking out. I think we lost by, like, 10. Uh, joining <laughs> us now, ladies and gentlemen, is a senior NFL insider for the score. A man who, if you weren't listening just 10 minutes ago, could very easily be doing anything but what he is doing now. Mm-hmm. He chooses to try to keep up to date with all the drama and inside news of the NFL, which never stops, when he could be on a beach sipping Mai Tais yep. every single day. For that, we respect the hell out of him. For his news, we will certainly question. Ladies and gentlemen, Jordan Schultz. Hey, All by yourself, Schultz. You're going to do the show by yourself. What's going on, pal? I miss you guys a lot. I was thinking Miami got a little Wally Serviak action, the Red Hawks. Nice little reference there. I like it. Oh, look at you. Look at you. You're on your shit today, huh, Schultz? feels like it's going to be a good feel-good Friday here with the Schultz Report. Where are you right now? You're somewhere sweet. And what are those shoes? Are those your shoes behind you? In New York City, got my uh, my favorite Kobe signed shoes right there. Oh, Um, 
Shit. That's a good one. It's a good It's a good pair. You know, if you ever make it out to New York, maybe I'll let you uh, borrow them for a couple weeks. Oh, 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 oh. Try them on. I need not have those shoes anywhere near me. I don't need to fuck that up. Rest in peace to Toby, obviously. And, of course, you have – what else do we got there? What's uh, – what else? Hello, the Russell Wilson sign helmet. Oh, oh. team three. Oh, got a little Ichiro. Oh. Oh. oh, good get. He could have been a pitcher, right? Ichiro. Oh, yeah, I could have uh, done anything. Yeah. We got some good stuff. All right, just Jeter. some stuff, yeah. Ichiro. Little Jeter. Kobe. Sean Kemp. Russ. <laughs> Jeter. Is this your office? What is this? Is this just a room? Is this a living this room? Is, this is the Schultz Report office in the Schultz Report apartment. In New York. Correct. What a stud, dude. Look at you living, huh? Hell yeah. Look at you killing it. All right, let's dive into some news. Let's go into the office, into your workplace, and talk about yeah, your Yeah, because I don't want my kids coming in and yelling and ruining the show. So we got we got, we got a 25-minute window. How many kids? I got eight. No, I just <laughs> I got two. Two. Two kids. All right, congrats on yep. that, too, Schultz. Way to go. Utah. Uh-huh. All right, let's dive into it. Uh, I've, yep. been, I've been told that. All of you rich, successful people fly to Thailand. Out of that, like that's what you guys do whenever times get tough. Uh, is that true? And then also, Cliff Kingsbury going to Thailand. Is this the most hilarious thing you've ever heard? And do you know any other information on the whole situation? So it is great. It is funny. It is awesome. He's probably sipping Mai Tais. He's got his girlfriend there. They're having a blast. Okay. I talked to him for about 30 minutes a couple days ago just to see not only the Thailand element, which is dope, but also what's next and what does he want to do? And what I gather was there's no question that Cliff Kingsbury wants to coach again, specifically in the NFL, not in college. But he's trying to figure out right now his his options. Does it mean sitting out a year and coming back at 24? Or does he want to just come back at 23 while the iron's hot? And that's the big decision he has to make. But there's no question that he wants to coach in the NFL again. Ten offensive coordinator jobs are open. You would assume that Cliff would be able to get one. He's trying to figure that out in Thailand. This is his process, you think? I asked him. I said, how much, how long are you going to stay? And he said, I don't know. I don't really have anything to do. And the weird part is, this is the first time in my life. Remember, he's the son of a football coach. He obviously played in the NFL. His whole life has been football. This is the first time in my life that I haven't had anything to do when it comes to being a quarterback or being a coach. And I think that's strange for him. And there is some anxiety or stress there, not knowing exactly what your next move is. But the opportunity for him to get away from it all and go to Thailand was, I guess, too good to pass up. 30 minutes he took out of a trip to Thailand to talk that's to you, great. you said? We we did a 30-minute little FaceTime. I saw everything. It's a beautiful scene. He's on a beach. He got He's got the whole setup. It's awesome. Is that just something you rich folks know about? Is that something we need to invest in? Thailand? Yeah. Thailand is known for the island, so he's he's island hopping, which is a beautiful thing. Really? You ever been to Thailand? I have not, but I tell you what, Patty. Bullshit. Oh. No, I haven't, I haven't been to Thailand. I've, I've done Cambodia right next door. Oh. oh. Cambodia, of course. The billionaire Thailand. You know what? You know what would be cool? A little little McAfee travel show. Okay. You go around Asia, you go to some countries, Ooh. and you teach the locals about football. I'll tell you what, me and Japan would have been fantastic. I, I've been I've been to Japan. It was awesome. They have never That's seen incredible. something like me before. I, I all of Everybody over there had never me trying to chat with them and they don't even talk to each other, let alone some big loud person from somewhere else. Like, just so... In the subway, I was trying to, in the train, trying to talk to every person there. Got a couple takers. Got a gift from this sweet old lady. It was uh, I, I really. It's so different, isn't it? Yeah. I've assumed you've been to Japan. 
It is just completely opposite world than the world that we live in. Just completely opposite. And it is clean and quiet and so respectful. There's a whole cultural difference that that you can't understand unless you're you're there. You, by the way, when I was in Cambodia, they were yelling at me, Higante, Higante in, in Cambodia. Cambodia. What the hell does that mean? What's just, that? Like giant, but I didn't think, I thought that was funny. I guess it was supposed to be an insult. Oh, look at you, Shotzi! Laughing off the locals. You can't hurt me. <laughs> We're in Cambodia. There's nothing to do. Uh, okay, happy you had a 30-minute convo with Cliff Kingsbury live from Thailand. Now, I'm being told uh, via your Twitter account and also ZD, who has been in constant communication with the Schultz Report, uh, you know some Tom Brady stuff. This would make sense because just like Cambodia and Thailand – you're up in right in oh, the yeah, Tom yeah. Brady world. Yeah, right. What are you point. hearing? Great what point. do you think is going to take place? He's definitely not retiring, right? Or is that a real option? I don't think he's retiring, but that's not. I haven't spoken to him specifically. I did talk to someone very close to him, and what I gathered was this: he wants to take a month or two to really evaluate everything he has, and that means on the field, off the field. I think there's a couple things really important to consider. Number one. His family. He has two kids residing in Miami. He has one residing in New York. So you think potentially Dolphins or maybe the Jets. Obviously, he's been linked to the Raiders, the opportunity to reunite with Josh McDaniels. And you have Devontae Adams there and Waller. Maybe they extend Josh Jacobs. And then, you know, there's the elephant in the room, which is a 10-year, $375 million contract waiting for him at Fox. So he has all these options. He's obviously 45 years old, but he's not your average 45-year-old. He still feels like he's probably 30. And I think he's going to have to really understand within, and this is something only he can do, what do I actually really want to do? And and based on what I've heard, I, I would be surprised if he retired. Um, but again, I haven't spoken to him, so I can't speak to that. Okay. Tom Brady, 10 years, 375. That's the actual numbers? What all will he be doing for them? Well, he'd be basically, I think he'd be in a similar role to, to Tony Romo, but also maybe you put him in studio and... It's, it's Didn't like they say ambassador, all, ambassador yep. to the league? Yep. Were they playing ambassador on traveling like Germany and stuff like that too? Like right, you go to all the NFL Europe events. Maybe look. The bottom line is like he, he can do whatever he wants. Up, if you talk to enough former players, they'll tell you, as Patty, you you know, the thing you miss the most is the guys and the camaraderie, not necessarily the everyday grind of football, but you miss those guys and those experiences, and you don't get that in the booth, but you do get. The money and the lack of stress. You don't have to be living in the facility, basically, which is what he does, 18, 20 hours a day. So to me, like, he, he has two great options, and maybe he doesn't want to broadcast. That's a standing offer. It's not like he has to take it right now. But I do I, I do mention the Jets because they haven't – I haven't really seen anything anywhere, but the opportunity for him to go to New York, bring, bring the Jets a winner for the first time since Joe Willie in 1968 – they have a good roster. They're really just missing, obviously, an OC and a quarterback. He could win there. The Jets, same division as the Patriots. Mm-hmm. At Boston, Connor, if what Lil Latte is chatting about right here, Schultz Report, Tom Brady to the Jets, how would you all react? You'd be pumped that he's back and still playing and thankful for all those parades he gave you and the greatest times of your life? Or... Would that be something that's almost unforgivable up there, or do the Jets not matter? Uh, Jets do not matter. We're, I mean, Josh, it's the Josh Allen in the Bills division. We're not looking at the fucking Jets, whether Brady's playing there or not. Oh. All right, let's move. Wow. Yeah, that's, yeah Schultz, that's, that's what we're dealing with up there. That's True. it right that's there. That's that Boston True. shit. I, True. I, 
I got to tell you, I, I love that attitude. They haven't mattered in basically five decades. But if he did go there, Jenkins. Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, Michael Carter, Elijah Moore, good, you know, uh, good young offensive lineman, Vera Tucker on his on his blind side. There's a lot to like. Coming off and also years, defense, yeah. great defense yeah. is really talented. Schultz, I mean, what are you hearing about that place whenever Zach Wilson was no longer the starter and everybody celebrated? There's like a new report coming out that Zach Wilson's yeah. hated more than we could have imagined. Everything we were potentially thinking was taking place, yeah. it's that it's plus some. Yeah, it's almost worse. CJ yeah. Uzama told him something, I guess, allegedly in this new report. We don't know if it's true. His dad even reached out to him and was like, what are you doing? I guess. Is that, is that all factual? Have you been able to hear anything about that? Yeah. And if Tom Brady was to come in there, it's almost set up for like yeah. – a team ready to almost rally behind somebody. Not that Tom's going to – we don't think Tom's going to the Jets. No, Z- I'm just – Schultz does. Uh, I'm, but if no, it's, no, I'm just floating it out as a, as a realistic possibility, especially considering his son lives in New York, uh, which is which is important to him. So, But th- there, there would be a mutiny if Zach Wilson was QB1 again. It's not going to happen. Um, I don't know if they're going to trade him. Um, they, they've said they, they're not actively going to. They're not going to get a lot for him. But I can tell you – and speaking to some players on the team, he, the, what he, his approach or lack thereof was not well regarded. There, there's, there's some Kyler Murray to that situation where oh. everyone knows this guy's super talented. He could be the franchise, but you want to see a lot more. And whether it's late to meetings, screwing around in meetings, not having the, the, the right attitude, that, that's what I've gathered. Late to meetings is a big problem. Big problem, especially when you're supposed to be the face of the franchise. Yeah, so that news, I don't think I had heard that yet publicly. If that's actual, that's massive. Just as somebody that uh, was very fortunate to be in a lot of those. And uh, And see how it's done right. Well, not only see how it's done right, but what happens when somebody shows up late to a meeting. Like when somebody shows up late to a meeting, the immediate reaction from everybody in the room is just like, come on, guy. Like, And depending upon who it is, if it's the quarterback of the team, I couldn't even – because everybody else was able to make it on time, right? So we're all able to make it on time. It's a priority for us. So unless something happened in which you had, I don't know, a car accident, which we are very sorry for and we would like to help however we can help, something along those lines, if it's just like, oh, I overslept, it's like we all could have ever – we're all fucking tired, bro. Like we could all be here. That's a big thing, especially from the quarterback position. We had heard that potentially happening around other teams, and it was – Fucking get them out. If that's happening, like get it. I could see why the team would react the way they, they would react. Yeah. Ty, your and, question. Uh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. If you want to chime on something. Well, I was just going to say on the flip side, you have Daniel Jones, who's who's the consummate pro. And, you know, even when he was struggling those first couple of years and things were looking like maybe they could go sideways, he was still prepared and on time. And and that's all you want because you know a guy is going to gonna struggle early at the quarterback position. But if he's, if he's there mentally and he's – emotionally connected and locked in. That's all you really want. And people are going to sleep through alarms. That's going to happen. But if it's like a thing, like, hey, this guy is late to meetings, it's like, fuck this guy then. Why he's obvious. Because if you're missing meetings or late to meetings, I assume there's a chance, and Dion alluded to this, for people that get bad grades, guys that get bad grades, you can't trust them in a big moment to remember. Mm. Like, the little things show up when they show up, right? Little things lead to the big things. So, like, right. if, if you're not willing to show up on time for a meeting... In, Something small, right? Yeah, like, that's an indicator almost. So, like, hey, mm. whenever you really need this fucking guy, will he be there for you? Because how you do anything is how you do everything. Every- I had not yeah. heard that about Zach Wilson. That certainly yeah. makes a lot of sense with how everybody has treated him over there. Ty, has a question for you, Schultz. Yeah, Schultz, what are you hearing about Sean Payton? There was the report that came out that he's looking for 20 to $25 million a year. Obviously... 
Denver more than willing or you know more than capable of paying that. Uh, but then we also heard about his comments about Kyler Murray kind of speaking glowingly of him in the pre-draft process before Kyler got drafted. He you know potentially is going to interview in Arizona. His his interview with Carolina got postponed. What are you hearing about Sean Payton? Is there a chance he takes a job in this offseason, or is he going to wait another cycle and maybe see if you know like Brandon Staley gets fired next year? Yeah, for those who don't know, his, his interview was postponed. A devastating event in a car accident, devastating with one of the Charlotte soccer players. David Tepper also owns the Charlotte FC soccer team. Mm. Um, that meeting will happen, I'm sure, next week. But for the time being, that that takes uh, precedent. Um, in terms of Sean Payton in the Broncos, uh, what I'll tell you is he, Russell Wilson likes Sean Payton. They have spent time together. They they've talked. There is a real synergy there that you could see working out both short and long term. There's also the fact that Sean Payton took Drew Brees a cast off in 2005 from the Chargers. He should have been a Dolphin. That's a whole other story. But he takes him and Whoa. becomes one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, not not just of our generation. Obviously, Brees and Wilson have some similarities in stature. Both, at least in their prime, throws throw a great deep ball. Payton talked about with I think it was with Colin Callard about the opportunity for him to take 20 or 30 of Russ's best plays, specifically naked boots, and replicate that in Denver. And Russell wants that. He wants an offensive coach who is going to hold him accountable. And I don't know if that ever would have happened with Nathaniel Hackett. So you think big picture, Sean Payton, you know, he's he's someone that could not only help Denver short term, but also help them build. The asking price is enormous. It's at least one first round pick. I can confirm that he wants at least $20 million a year. But that's also the going rate for a top tier head coach. I mean, Belichick's making 25. So you can understand why he's asking for that. Somebody's going to pay it to him. David Tepper, the Panthers owner, would go all in and basically do anything that Sean Payton wanted to get him. That's how badly the Panthers want him. The question is, uh, can they pry him away from Denver? I think those are the top two. You mentioned Arizona. With Kyler getting hurt and potentially missing all of next season or a great portion of it, I just I think that's, that's a longer shot to me, and I think Houston – Still feels like a longer shot to me. Is Carolina going to send somebody in there that's not allowed to be in there for the interview with Sean Payton? I mean, TBD. We'll keep uh, an eye out for that whole thing. That was brutal. That is that brutal. Not, I think not good. I think Bill makes twenty one million. I think is what Bill. Is that makes. what it is? I thought it was twenty five. Okay. But he makes what one million more than whoever Anybody, whoever yeah. signs the next deal. So if Sean Payton was to come in and get twenty five million, which we talked about very early in the process about how the Broncos, with no salary cap on the coaching salaries, the Broncos, with the richest owner in the league, have a massive. Not, it's not. It's a total non-factor. Whatever he wants financially, yes. That's what I'm saying. But that's a massive advantage over everybody else. All these, other, a lot of other owners cannot keep up. Like if if Sean Payton goes, I want a 10-year, 250 million dollar contract. The Broncos are really the only one that'd be like, and Tepper, I guess, who's the second richest. Yeah. Tepper, Tepper could do it, and Cronky could do it yep. in LA. There's a couple, I guess, that could or would do it, but that resets the whole market. So now every other team is having to a lot for. I mean, it's a it's a game changer there. You have Russell Wilson's autograph on a helmet right over your right shoulder right now in your office in New York. So whenever you start talking about Russell Wilson being similar to Drew Brees in his top twenty to thirty plays, and Russell Wilson wanting accountability and a coach that makes him better. It sounds like you have a really good feeling about that because the conversation was 
like Kyler, if Sean Payton's to go there, is that something that Kyler would want? If he was to go no. to Houston, he's able to pick any quarterback he wants pretty much with what they got coming up. He'll be able to mold that. Russell Wilson, we didn't know if he would be a guy that would want Sean Payton. You're saying yes, because we've heard Sean Payton's mm. a little bit of a hard ass, right? Like he's an accountability. Yeah. We're going hard. We're going to perfect this. And obviously the results come afterwards, and everybody loves him. All his players love him. But is Russell Russell would love that, you're saying? He, he, he wants it, and I think he knows he needs it going into his mid-30s at this stage in his career. I think he knows he needs someone like Sean Payton that, A, is a great offensive mind, but, B, is going to actually make him do the things that once made him great. And Nathaniel Hackett was never going to do that. And, and you tell me, Patty, when you have a coach, especially one that's won a Super Bowl and is established like Sean Payton, if he's a pain in the ass and he's, he's a dick, if, he, if you know you're going to get better, you're going to do those things because you trust that it's ultimately going to pay off. You know, you're a former college athlete. If the coach has a resume, you'll do all the bullshit. All right, this is going to – this is going to – it's just like Bill Belichick. You're going to buy in just blindly. Yes, this is the Bill Belichick coaching tree thing. Oh yeah. Where the coach who's from the Bill Belichick umbrella goes somewhere else, try to act like Belichick, and all the players go, you, you're not fucking Bill Belichick. You've won zero Super Bowls as a head coach. So all your bullshit you're doing – 6.30 a.m. rookie practices like Mangini was doing in mm -hmm. Cleveland, yeah. going full pads like every single day because we got to set a culture. That's If you win, you'll be able to do that forever. You lose, though, the whole place. Fuck you. That's Get the blind buy-in. You're absolutely right. They didn't have that in Denver. Yeah. You know, you mentioned former Belichick disciples, whether it's you know, Bill O'Brien or Cornell or Weiss. Guys just had they, had, they didn't have that blind buy-in that someone like Sean would have. Which you need to have success. Connor has a question for you, Schultz. Hey. Yeah, Schultz, what are we hearing on the Lamar Jackson contract? Is that is there yeah. any chance that gets done and he gets, you know, two hundred million guaranteed? Or are we looking at a franchise tag and then this contract conversation continuing for another two years? I mean, first of all, if I can't think of a more disappointing situation or frustrating than the Ravens. Uh, you know, you fire Greg Roman who say what you want, had a lot of success. And now are you going to bring in someone that Lamar is going to help advise you on, which has been, which is what John said, John Arbus said, or, and are you going to bring in someone that has a similar philosophy, which is run game, power game, or are you going to just say, screw it, let, let, let's throw the ball around the yard 35, 40 times a game. So that's, that's one unknown. Uh, having Lamar have input into it is a positive. Make no mistake. The, the problem is, is that they weren't even close less than a year ago on finding a number. They were way apart. He saw what Deshaun Watson got, that 240. He wants that similar type of guarantee money. Me personally, I'd give it to him. He's, he just turned 26 this month. He's a former MVP. Why don't I you give it to him then? Schultz, why don't yeah. you tell Baltimore, yeah. here's, here's $230 million. You can give it to him. Why don't you do it, Schultz? Why don't you be a good guy? I, 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 I <laughs> Sell some of the Starbucks. Yeah. Just do yep. it, Joel. Help, the, help the league. Help God, the league. Man, I, why do I come on this? You just said I would pay him. You just, you just said it. So I, do it. If I were if I were Eric DaCosta and the Ravens, I would say it's not the perfect situation, but what's our alternative? We we have a they were a Tyler Huntley sneak away from beating Cincinnati and going into the AFC divisional game. They, they have a very good roster. Great linemen. Uh, I think Bateman's going to be a good player. Andrews is terrific. They have there's they're set up to win. To me, you have to bring him back. If I had to guess, I would say a tag. But uh, I, you know, the opportunity to make a trade to me seems the more it seems pretty far fetched. Given that 
that they know they, they can win right now. What was the percentage Harbaugh said yesterday? 200%? 200% chance that he'll be the quarterback for the Ravens next year. That's what Harbaugh said yesterday. I would guess a tag today. Well, it had to be the exclusive tag and not the non-exclusive yes. so tag. So nobody else could come in. Yes. Yeah, because the non-exclusive tag, which is I got non-exclusive franchise tag that I just learned a couple weeks ago. Uh, that happened years and years ago. Everybody else did. You can trade two first-rounders at least and then get that person. If Lamar was yeah. non-exclusive tag, which is the average of the top five salaries at your position over the last five years is what your one-year contract guaranteed is worth, uh, everybody would be sending a couple first-rounders yeah. to try to get Lamar yeah. Jackson with that salary, whatever it is. But the exclusive franchise tag, which rarely happens from what I'm gathering, is the top five uh, average of top five salaries of this paid, year, yeah. of this year, not oh, over the last year. five oh, years. Okay, okay. So that's why it's probably a $10 million difference, $15 yeah, million yeah. Dollar difference in the whole thing, but can't get traded for, right? Has to remain there locked in. We're telling you this information, I guess. So those are the two. I didn't know it was this year. I didn't realize it was this year specific. Learn okay. that Learn that last week from Rap Sheet. Mm-hmm. When he said it, I was like, oh, shit. Didn't Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to send you in a text saying great info. Thank you. I'm sure he'll send one back thanking you for the great info that you've given him, right? I'm sure that happens. I I hope so. I hope so. Hell yeah. Attaboy, Schultz. I got to tell you, I come on the Pat McAfee show and I learn about the contracts. Great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because OBJ was going to the Rams. Uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is right. Tone has a a question for you, Schultz. I don't know if this is out of the news cycle or not, but billionaires talk to billionaires, so there's probably no better person to ask than you. What did Jim Mersey do in McDaniel's bathroom, and did he just plaster the walls with a bunch of poop? Oh, I don't know what he did. It, whatever it was was really bad. I asked a couple people, yes. "Have you heard any more of this?" Nobody really knew. It was just—it was really strange to come from the wife because there's no, she has no incentive to make that up. So whatever it was Bingo. was extremely strange behavior, and it's what. I mean, Jim, Patty, you know. Wait, wait, know what if he was taking a shit, Schultzy? <laughs> What's so strange about that? What's so strange about taking an hour-long shit? Actually, it was probably a 25-minute shit. Sure, yeah. The other 35 minutes was him trying to regain feeling in his legs because yeah. he probably fell asleep. Yep. Yeah, I mean, what do you want from the guy? They, they I, I think that I just think of the movie, because I was watching it last night. It's, it's not a great movie, but there's a couple great scenes. I just think of the movie Along Came Polly. Ben, not a great a movie. movie Schultz. Come on, no, Schultz. Come on, Jordan. Schultz. Fucking pump, hey, pump the brakes, Jesus. pal. Okay. It's a great film. Rest in peace. I, I, not critically not a great acclaimed, movie. but I, I love it. I was watching this last night. Me too. I was watching it, and he's in the shitter at Jennifer Anderson's place for whatever, 30 minutes, an hour. And he, pl- I, I just think Jim Hersey doing that. Bingo. Yeah, so there is precedent. Right. Exactly. Boom. Yeah. Everybody's saying he was doing drugs in there. Like, we posted it on Instagram. And Casey, our TikTok real guy, edited it great. He went with the Dumb and Dumber movie scene, obviously, when Harry's blowing, it, blowing the thing up or whatever. Yeah. And everybody in the comments is like, he's blowing rails in there. It's like, okay, <laughs> respect. I, I am not a cocaine person. Believe it or not, I have known people that are. Mm-hmm. They're not hanging in the bathroom for an hour, giving a whole sign that they are doing it in the bathroom. That, <laughs> that is know. a it don't get in, get out. That is a <laughs> yeah. that is a quick operation. Now I don't, and I don't think that's ever been Jim's. I I don't know. Maybe he was in. What if he was in the middle of FaceTiming a lady that was in his life, sure. and they were having a conversation or something like? There's, what if he was calling Pat? He was not calling me. I was, maybe he was, he's a uh, voice guy, though. Mm-hmm. Voice memo. Uh, a text voice. Voice, voice text. Oh, yeah. I lo- the, 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 my dad, 
You know who does that is is the is the big pops HS. Okay, My dad does that. So you know so. everybody that I talk to, I hate it. you know the only people that do that are all the. I think it's all. Everybody I've encountered that does it is super fucking yeah, high up there. high end human beings, and they just I don't like come, it. I, I don't like it at all. Why do they do it? You think because it's not on the record, but your voice matches the two of them. Like a text, they can say almost like I got hacked. The voice thing, it's like. Maybe maybe that's why they're doing it because they want the person to know that this is coming directly from them. Yeah, and deep fakes now that they could also do the whole entire. That wasn't me either. You know that that my. Hey, you're about hacked. three years of game day away from that. From what? From being that guy where you have to do it. You think three years? Maybe five. Five. Uh, I think it's the <laughs> other way, Schultz. What does this guy think? <laughs> I don't know how that goes. I don't know if I'm ever going to do it, but it's a uh, because as soon as you let go, it sends. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it. It's a tough tone. It's a tough thing because I've tried to respond to. Should I even say if I say it right now, people think I'm named. No, tell us. I want to know. I don't want to do it. The voice to text is the way to do it now because the technology is so good with it. It's it's like ninety seven percent, and you don't have to have your voice on. I am not saying who did, but the first time it it came through. Because I'm a big documentary guy. I want to learn about why people are the way they are and what makes, like, I want to know why the greats are great. Like, I, I like, I enjoy that whole thing because everybody seemingly has a chance to do a lot of different things in life. I don't think everybody's built to be a basketball player. I don't think everybody's built to do. But I think there is a way to get to the top. And, like, learning about a lot of people that make to the top is fucking fascinating to me. I enjoy it. I love it. So whenever one of those people, blindly, I get this thing that I don't get from anybody else. And then I listen to it, and it's the actual person. The moment is, oh, shit. So I think, like, oh, they must do that because they want the oh, shit moment. And then somebody else that I meet does the same thing that's pretty high up. I'm like, everybody that seems to be at this level is doing the same thing here. So I'm naturally like, is this what we're, why is, hmm. I wonder why that happened. Does your old man say why? They just tell me it's easier whenever I ask them why they're doing it. But that's just like I feel like a decoy. Like, oh, it's just easier to do, easier to do. Why, why do you think it happens up there? I think, what, what, I think like, those Maybe not octogenarians, but once you hit like the seventy plus range, they're not none of these. They're none of them are digital natives, and the opportunity for them to press the button and and talk it's so far fresh from their like childhood days. It's uh, it's like incredible technology. Uh, that's, next level. that's my take. So they're just let me. They, they can't believe what's actually happening. Okay. That makes sense, actually. All right, that makes a lot and of sense. And hate, they hate typing. Yeah, they probably hate, bad text. They hate thumbs, typing. Thumbs sore, probably. They're not typers. Mm-hmm. They type slow. That's it's, probably it, it. If you're like, If you're like my pop, you got this little, you got this little, you know, baby phone. I don't get it. It's so small, which is even harder to type. Yeah, but it only has like four buttons, right? Uh, like, you need to call home, yeah. call oh. the ambulance. Right. Yeah. yeah. And call ambulance. I've fallen. Yeah. yeah. All right, Schultz. Anything else we're missing right now going into the divisional round that we haven't talked about? I would tell you that as great as he's been, Daniel Jones, I think he, he's only getting better. Um, and I know that now it's a hot time to say that. One of the few things oh. I've been right about in regards to the NFL this season was Daniel Jones and the Giants exceeding expectations. And the reason I thought it was because I, I not only is it obviously Dayball and Martindale and, and, and all these great coaches, but, but, yeah. but Jones, he, he's – I spent some time with him and the team earlier this season because I wanted to understand why they were having the success. Forget the, the on the field, but like what, where was the trust coming from? And what I gathered was it all comes back to this is the first coaching staff that they've ever been on that's actually going to hold them accountable, that they respect, and most importantly, 
DJ is the guy. He's the leader. And even before he was playing really well, they were like, this is the guy. He's going to do it for us. And and that that's really cool for me because he was shit on for three or four years. And they didn't pick up his fifth-year option, which I understood. But now you're seeing why he was such a hot commodity coming out of Duke. Great deep ball, great athlete. He's obviously not turning the ball over just five picks. So I'm excited for him. Um, I talked to him right before the Vikings game. He was super confident. And that's obviously guys are confident. But there's a certain swag to him that is understated. It's not quite a Josh Allen swag, but he has it. And it's cool to see it come out. I don't think you should be texting people before games. <laughs> Coach, just... No, no, I was, on, I was on the field. I talked to him while I was... I was oh, on the field. oh, oh Sorry, I, I should have... That's on me. I should have known that you were going to be there. It's, it's, it's him, it's Hodgins. It's all these guys that are stepping up that, that maybe you wouldn't have thought. It's pretty cool. What do you think about his deal that's uh, inevitable, I assume? Is he going to be a team-friendly deal because of how the first four years went? But I think if he was to hit the open market right now, there'd be a lot of people that would be in the oh. Daniel Jones market. I, I think the Giants need to go above what they even think might be the number. Like I think they need to go higher because someone else, and I'm assuming they're not going to tag him, uh, maybe they tag Saquon. But some, if the Giants don't give him a huge number, then someone else is going to come over the top and take him. Absolutely. So, I, it shouldn't, yeah, it shouldn't yeah. be team-friendly. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's going to be team-friendly necessarily. I think he's going to get what he deserves, which is a significant top-five contract. And Mara I mean, is on the record of hanging out. Uh, go ahead. Hold on. When Mara was coming out and saying that he was tired of explaining why his team stunk to his friends, is that like you and your dad in them? Is that what it is? Is Mara saying that to Howard? No, like Mara told, said publicly, he said he was sick and tired of having to explain to his friends why, why, the Giants stink. why his Giants stink. So that's why he invested big money in Galladay. That's why he invested big money. They were spending money. They were making big changes because he was tired of having to say his team stunk, especially in New York, New Jersey, with all the bazillionaires that are hanging around. Your dad's one of those people that were like, hey, your team fucking sucks. We just opened six, uh, six Starbucks in four-block radius mm-hmm. in New York. Well, oh, your team's on the playoffs again. Okay, is that what's happened? Did your dad dunk on Mara so hard that he decided no. to invest heavily? Now, Howard's too big of a Giant fan and too respectful of that organization to shit on them. However, he would say to me, why can't we win some fucking games? Yeah, understandable. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people are asking that question for a long time. Now that you are winning, you would assume Morrow would want to continue to do that. Pay that man his money. The uh, tag on uh, Saquon makes sense because the running back market is what it is. Saquon will have another big year, get paid, hopefully. He deserves it. We appreciate the hell out of you. Have an incredible day in New York with your kids. I love you guys, man. It's it's always a great pleasure, and I'll see you in Indy for the combine. Oh yeah, of course. Can't wait. Yeah. Do you need a do you need need an office in here or anything? Do you need a desk? Do you need anything for the week? Maybe a desk. Maybe I can get a little little uh, horse game in with you. Okay, we'll play a little horse if you want. I'm gonna kick your ass. Uh, (laughs) Oh, probably college basketball player. Let's not get crazy. That's right. Good point. There was like hours and hours and hours of a day through his 18 to 22. Where people were teaching him perfect form. Yeah, that form's no. tough, though. Always have to take that into account. When you're playing against somebody in golf that played high school golf, yep, sure. there was times in this person's life where hours and hours and hours were spent on trying to be good at this. So they can always rely upon that whenever they're struggling. I don't have that novelty with basketball, per se. But you ain't making a shot from up here, bro. Schultz, you ain't. No Schultz, way. You ain't making a shot from right here. They used to call me satellite. All right. 
Okay. <laughs> What's that? Satellite. I love you guys. I'll hey, see you, you too. Soon. Ladies and gentlemen, Shelter Report. Yay, and joining us right now from an attic in Ohio is a man who's a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion, a Ryder Cup champion, and a COVID survivor. Whoa. Father of 10. Ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, A.J. Hawk. Hey. Hey. Oh. A.J., how you doing, pal? You good? Oh, doing great. All right. That's good news. And nice. I'm happy you restrained yourself from saying, don't we have a guest? Yes, we do. Ladies Didn't and gentlemen. Didn't mention it. You were close, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, wanted, wanted to. to. Oh, you got a off. new haircut, too. Oh! Whoa! New haircut, new AJ. <laughs> new me, new year. Okay. Jordan us now is obviously an absolute stallion of a man. Out of UCF, he plays for the Buffalo Bills. Last week, he had six catches, 113 yards, and one tut. Is that good? I yep. don't know. Is that good? Why? Needs an 85-yard touchdown or longer to get a donation to his favorite foundation for Musk for $85,000 and also a donation to his bank account for $85,000. Ladies and gentlemen, Gabe Davis. Yeah! Yeah. What's up, dude? Thanks, Pat. Appreciate you. Hey, man. like the introduction. Hey, you deserve it. You're you're an absolute dog. dog. And sorry you came (laughs) a little bit earlier and we were in the middle of a commercial break there. I don't like wasting your time. I know this is a big week. Thank you so much for joining us. How's practice been? How do you feel? How's the body? Practice has been good. Uh, it was a good week for us. Uh, locked in and ready to go. Uh, real detailed today. Ran it real well, real smooth. So, you know, ready for Sunday. Hey, does your coach, like, I just wonder, how do you guys make this thing not too big? Like, it's not a – make it bigger than it actually is. You guys have been rolling through the regular season, obviously. There's a little ups and downs. But how do you just go out there and play? Um, you know, again, you just try to keep that same mindset of taking it one day at a time. Treating each game the same. Uh, but you all know there's extra, extra little emotion with this game. Uh, obviously, we all know what happened that uh, last time we saw them, and uh, we had to stop it. So, you know, there's a little extra juice, a little extra fire in the tank. So, you know, we're ready to roll. What is it? You said you, you kind of kept them moving today, a lot of walkthrough, a lot of detail-oriented stuff. Are you inside today or outside today? We were inside. No, we, we were running, though, full oh. speed. Uh, just getting some detailed full speed work before, you know, Saturday and then Sunday, obviously, we're rolling. Are you going to be okay if it snows? You guys are practicing inside today. You guys going to oh. be okay if it snows, Kip? Yeah, you know, this is Buffalo. This is what you expect. Uh, snow is always the best. Uh, I love when it starts snowing. You know, it brings that Buffalo effect into it. So hopefully it does uh, come down. Gabe, you don't know this, but there's people out there that think if you practice indoors with snow on the way, that you're going to be at a disadvantage as opposed to a team that practices outside in the snow. This week, though, you, I, we can report. We'll tell you this. You can spread this amongst you guys and Cincinnati, both inside this week. Yeah. So both soft. Know that game. <laughs> know that that's taking place. Uh, whenever a play is made, like last week, the catch that you made on a sideline from Josh Allen, do you guys acknowledge in the moment that that is something that is fucking filthy and sick? Or do you just act like that is, boom, normal? You getting your feet in, him putting it where he put it. Is there a moment where you guys say, like, hey, that was fucking so absurd? Or does that come in film? Do you ever have that discussion or you just move on? Yeah, I mean, you do think it's pretty crazy for him to put it on a rope like that into the back of the end zone, and I had to type rope the sideline and make a play. But uh, no one even knows this. My receiver coach, Chad, while I was in my stance, he's on the sideline. I can hear him. He goes, Gabe, this is a tutty to you. Just to remind me to make sure I made the right choice on the route. And then I uh, was able to pull it in. And 
you know, I went over there talking, you know, talking shit because it was funny to see Chad uh, make that call. Hell, that's awesome. Shout out to Chad. Great coaching. He's buying in and paying attention to the game. So that's option route. How much of your shit is option stuff? And are you guys at the stage now where the offense, because you guys have been together, a lot of you, especially Cole Beasley coming back, just getting dropped right back in it. You're all on the same page every play. That's the goal because there's so many decisions being made post-snap. Is that that a good read on the Bills offense? Yeah, of course, we mix it up a lot. Um, you know, some of the uh, most of the routes are set. There's some options there. You know, we mix it up. I feel like every uh, offense has their own little thing, and I feel like, you know, having the option game in our game is, is strong for us. Yeah, I think, so. I think you, uh, last time you came on, Gabe, I think you mentioned you had a lot of option routes in college, too, where you had some freedom. Like, how did that, uh, how did that, I guess, free you up or let you feel comfortable coming to the next level and actually doing that? Um, college helped me out a lot. I mean, I was with uh, I was with Hypo for two years, and my my split from the sideline was two yards. So I had less work to work with when it came to man to man coverage. Um, with the tight releases, it helped me keep staying tight to the guys and being able to make play, uh, contested plays. Um, and then obviously our, our whole offense, uh, the routes that we ran with UCF were all option routes. So it gave me. Uh, a lot of experience. That's a lot of thinking, Gabe, right? Like, not everybody can do that. I, I, you know that, right? A lot of responsibility. Yeah, that, on that, you guys. that's a lot. Do you know that, or is it just like that's just football? Uh, I, I don't know. I, look, I looked at it as it was, it was just football. Um, you know, each guy has the things they have to have to learn and deal with that may be tough, but that, that's what you sacrifice for this game. This game brings us. Uh, brings us a lot of good. So you know, I'll sacrifice everything to be able to be the best on the field. Josh Allen, seemingly incredible human being jordan poyer seemingly incredible human being von miller seemingly incredible human being i mean everybody in the locker room you seemingly incredible Incredible human human being being. from all brandon bean seemingly incredible incredible human human being being. sean mcdermott seemingly incredible Incredible human human being you got is what is the do you guys love like this team do you are you guys going to try to bottle this forever? Like, how could you describe what it is in there, especially with the fact of how last year ended and you guys still being able to lean on, like, we haven't won anything yet? It feels like you guys have a perfect building. Is that an accurate assessment? Yeah, I mean, they, they, they put together, uh, you know, a great squad here, a great group of guys uh, from the staff all the way to the players. Uh, we got people that we can trust and, you know, just be us. Uh, this is the most comfortable I've ever been on a football team. Um, I love all the guys in here, you know, truly, and it's a uh, – Everyone's real passionate about what we got going on here. So, again, you know, shout out, shout out to Bean uh, for for finding all these all these puzzles. You know, to put this put this piece together, and it's great here. Gabe, we hear about uh, coaches holding things out like, okay, they they may have a couple plays they love, but they hold them for big time moments, like in the playoffs. Is that a thing? And you don't have to tell us anything secret or ever, but is that a thing that happens? And what is the play? Yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> I mean. The, I feel like I feel like again. Each team is setting up for something else. Um, I feel like guys, uh, every coach has something in their back pocket uh, to uh, to counter another option that they've made, you know, previously. So again, you know, we, we have things that um, we're obviously going to do out there on Sunday that maybe we haven't done before. But then most of the stuff we're sticking to what we do and what we know what to do. Pro Football Focus obviously uh, judges every single play. Mm-hmm. And those exactly what everybody's supposed to do all the time. That's, That's right. right. Especially the option. That's what everybody's at. That's why their scoring system is always so accurate. They are also great for stats because they are on top of fucking everything. I just saw a tweet with your stats on it whenever you're in the last three playoff games. 16 catches, 354, six tuds. Is that good? I don't know. Huh. Right. It, what is it about playoff football? What is it about playoff football? Do you treat it differently or is it just it feels like your number gets called more often? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a blessing. I don't 
And again, again I have great guys around me that I'm able to get open. 14 and 11. I got Isaiah. I mean, we got smoke. I mean, I got so we got so many guys um, just, you know, on the offensive side that helps me do my job a little bit better. Josh Allen, have to ask you about him. What are you seeing from him this year? What are you seeing him during this run here that makes you think like when Josh gives because uh, he already told us that he already knows what he's going to say at the Super Bowl parade to the Bills Mafia or yeah. whatever. Is he like that every day? Is that the confidence that's radiating? And I assume you all have the same thoughts and opinions on it all. Yeah, 17 has uh, probably the most confidence on the team. Um, he's a resilient guy. He works real hard. Um, again, he, he's a baller. When, when the lights are on, I mean, he shows out every single week. So I'm behind 17 100%, and, you know, I definitely believe that he's the best in the game. Hell, yeah, he's so good, so tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fast. <laughs> he's so tall, isn't it? Are you tall? How tall yeah, are you? Yeah, he's big. 6'2". Oh, okay. Hey, pretty good size, huh? Yeah. Pretty good size. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, put his, I put my cowboy boots on. I'm 6'3", normally 6'1", though. So I uh, massive respect there. Uh, Connor has a question for you. Yeah, Gabe, obviously we found out from you about the uh, Lombardi that Vaughn Miller brought in, and then we talked to him yesterday about the speech as well, which he happened to steal, so I don't know if you're giving yeah. him shit for that or not. But has that been kind of something that you guys have been talking about and going back to all week? or He was, was that- inspired by it. Yeah, I know. Stole. I'm just throwing Throwing it out there, he said Peyton Manning and Demarcus Ware gave him the idea for it. Okay, no, I mean uh, just to see that, you know, see the see that trophy in there, and um, again, it's coming from a guy who's won two Super Bowls and a guy who's been there and been in the position and is is a great player. Um, So you have to take it, you have to take something from that. And I just knew that uh, seeing that, I didn't want to let him down. I didn't want to let my team down. So I know, you know, each and every day. Um, until this until this is over, I know I'm going to give them my best and, and sacrifice everything for the guys in the room. Um, those guys sacrifice everything for me, so i got to make sure I'm on the field. They can trust me. The finality of it all is very real. This could have been your last Fast Friday, hey, of the season. Whoa. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Obviously not thought, not just putting that into the universe. There's been a couple of teams that I've been on that I've rode the coattails of that are much better, and then all of a sudden we lose a game. It's like, hey. Put all your shit in a garbage bag. You're out of the building right now. You know, like it's a, it is a wild yeah. time playoffs. I think it brings out the best in everybody, and obviously it has done that for you. Ty has a question for you. Yeah, Gabe. Last time or one of the last times we talked to you, you said how you know usually the Bildo games are only yeah. Patriots versus Bills, but a yep. lot on the line here. Playoff game. Um, if let's say you score a touchdown and someone is to throw uh, a Bildo with a suction cup nutsack onto mm-hmm. the field, is it still in play that you're going to grab that thing going, and stick it on top going of the, on helmet? the helmet? Hell yeah! Let's go yes. 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 All right, so we got we got $85,000 donation, obviously. Yep. For if you score <laughs> eighty five, I do not I think you got to add something for the Bildo if it gets stuck yes. on the oh, that's, that's, oh. that's what I'm saying. I do you got to chase somebody. You got to chase somebody, too. Chase the ref around with it. <laughs> 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 Extracurriculars, and I, and I don't know if we necessarily need to be if it's know, out of hand motivating you to hand. do this, but I mean, it'd be tough not to have oh done it a lot more. Are you Shame. kidding me? Was All time moment. How many builders? Not a lot of builders this year, huh? Happy that are we and are we happy or real not shame. happy? I think I'm pretty pumped. It's a real shame. Yeah, it's a bummer. I, I, I would like to, I, li- I would like to see one come into play. Yeah, Bill's I Mafia. Think, what are we doing? Yeah, yes. wake up. Well, they started really patting people down. They had to either taste it or We've, not get yep. it in. I mean, we have a 15-minute video on how to get it in if that's happening. Diggs has well, a yeah, you just, you just put it in your, you know, put it down there. You know, you can't do nothing but respect. <laughs> yes. True. What are you saying? What, you want me to get naked here? Yeah. 
No, you don't believe it? Sorry. Sorry, you don't have it. Yeah, like a whole, yep. you could just flip it on its head, I guess. People were doing drug tests like that back in the day. That was happening back in the day in the NFL, I guess. Just big fake dongs peeing. Like, that's why the rules are what they are now. That's why you got to take your pants all the way off and your shirt. I was in the program, so I had to do it for 27 months. Got like 212 yeah. tests. You gotta yeah, I had to spin in a circle. Yeah, I had to spin in a circle naked. Wow. Yeah, that's because back in the day, they used they did what we're talking yeah, about yeah. right here. They were saying, uh, oh, sorry about it. You don't believe it? Sorry. Like, that was the entire defense. So now it is what it is. Uh, Tone, you have a question for Gabe. Gabe, is there any extra, like, obviously there's no extra motivation needed for this game, but when you know on the other side, like, this is two potentially of the best wide receiver cores in the NFL, like, when you know that those guys are going to be making plays, is there any extra motivation for you guys on that side? I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, we 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 want to win, so that's all the motivation you know that we need. But again, uh, you do talk about that receiver core. There. I mean, that's a great group of guys, um, talented receivers. You know, from the top all the way to the bottom. So, got a lot of respect and a lot of love for those guys, man. They, you know, they make the game what it is now. So many eyes watching these games, like oh. 35, oh, yeah. 40 million people watching. At least, that's awesome. Could you imagine he puts a build oh, on God. his helmet? <laughs> Change the game. Hey, don't do it. Gabe, we would get the NFL would kick us out of radio row probably. Oh, we heard it was the uh worth it. Heard it was the Matthew. No, no, it's my it's my decision. It's my decision. Do you remember the Bildo unicorn that we had on divisional round in front of forty two million that was people? Funny, wasn't do you remember it? that? <laughs> you remember when we weren't letting you have logos on the uh, graphics that you had? All fun and games till the Bildo unicorn, Pat. We can't take it anymore, <laughs> would be a whole thing. But if you do, 150,000, I think that would Boom. it would be 150,000 we'd have to donate. 85,000 still for the long, but that feels like a long way. Should we drop that down to 70 for the playoffs? No, nah, man, keep it there. Keep it there. No, nah, it's yeah. set. It's set in stone. Just keep it right there. That's a long way, though. Field position has to be set up. Like, how many times are you really starting within your own 15, you know? I pray a little harder at night. <laughs> all right yeah. man i appreciate you good luck this weekend you're the best dude good luck with everything keep crushing it in playoffs and we appreciate your time i appreciate you guys thank you hey oh oh, oh. damar how is he good he's great he's great walking around the building uh doing his thing uh taking it one step at a time happy to have him around um so he's, he's doing real good happy to have him is there a chance that he's coming out is he coming out on atv before that game is he coming out on it? I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I don't know, man. You got. You have to see. I don't. I don't know. All right, Gabe. We appreciate, it. ladies and gentlemen, Gabe Davis. Yeah, Gabe. I love that man. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're awesome. I love. I I love the Buffalo Beals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. The Beals are fun to talk to. Beals are fun to talk to. Tell you what, he said he doesn't know, but after that, he knows. Demar's coming he knows out something's on the fucking ATV. What if, like, we said it? <sighs> And they were thinking of something as well. Because the Buffalo Beals organization does watch this program. I do believe. That's why they allow their players and people to come on our – their GM comes on our fucking show. If we were to ask for Bean, I think they would say, try not to. Mm -hmm. Literally, we don't want to offend or take anybody's time. Literally, coming on our show is the worst usage of your time that you could possibly have. But the show does exist, so sometimes we'll send out a request. They're so nice. What if – there is a chance that there's a full-on, maybe Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania oh, on a zipline moment with Demar. Because they broke some news this morning, though, saying he's still getting oxygen in the morning and he's still getting his heart checked and everything like that, which make total sense because the guy was like seemingly dead for two days just like a week and a half ago. Now he's all the way back. But, man, I couldn't even fathom a moment what, bigger than what that. What if he were to 
ride a buffalo out like they do at Colorado, and he has a buildo like Chief Osceola does right. at Florida State. Yes. He fucking bams into the ground, 50-yard line. Like a six-foot one. Why Gabe so quick? Yup, I'll put it right. Yep, right on my forehead. He wasn't on a full screen. He was on this backboard. <laughs> yeah. As the question was being asked, he literally goes, "Yep, bang." Right <laughs> uh, right he here. wants to do it. It's amazing. Hey, let's get back. That'll be a, on, Bill's that'll be a pivotal moment. A pivotal moment in Bill's history if that does happen. I cannot wait for me to be summoned into some office somewhere. Let's go through the year, see how it went. Oh, this was certainly not a yearly recap meeting to start. It feels like. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's go through the whole year. Let's go yeah. through some of the good. Okay, that was fun, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's go through the bad. Oh, the paffle happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was a, that was a thing. We do apologize for that. And obviously, some other miscommunications. Yeah, yeah. What about the, uh, what about the unicorn dildo thing? Do you huh? remember that? A lot of kids mm-hmm. watching. That was Gabe's decision. Yeah. Gabe told him. us it was his idea. Yeah. Did you guys? Did you remember reminding him? We tried to talk him. We told him to talk him out of it. We, yeah, we you tried to talk him out of it. Yeah, I certainly did. Didn't feel like yeah. you were at that stage. You were like, oh, "Well, it's yeah. your name on the show, so you can't get in trouble." It's your name on the show. Plus, AJ texted him after the show. Hey, don't remember? do it. Yeah. Hey, so yeah, you dude, think it was? Well, yeah, and don't I texted. I yeah, texted yeah. him too. Don't do it, guys. You said, Gabe, that was all fun. Just to- could you imagine? You <laughs> think it was funny to discuss a man riding a buffalo out and spiking an Antonio Brown-sized dildo into the middle of the field? That was think, funny. Yeah. <laughs> that was not our show. I don't know. It can't be that big. I still think that's a good must idea. Have been, must have been Skip. I'm sure this is what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about a couple things. Though it's diving here. Thank you to Gabe. You're awesome, Gabe. Love you, Gabe. Never see this. Imagine that thing just. Oh my god! I can't smacking. What if he gets in the face? What if he has to go into the blue tent because he strains his neck from the whiplash? <laughs> yeah, it's Good. possible. Gabe Davis is entered, entered the medical tent. <laughs> Come on, Bill's mocking. Who, who's to. calling that game? What? what? Such a that's the head on the dome is so did. heavy it hurts his neck. I wish it was Nickelodeon. A whiplash. Oh. A whiplash. Strained if he did his chase neck. the ref around. They you think the little ref would scooting away, <laughs> start running away said. from yeah. him? Yeah, that's what you, you said. We did try to talk him out of it. He said, "Start chasing yeah. the ref. Get the ref <laughs> with it." In a hypothetical situation, is it the Nickelodeon game? There's no way. Should that's be. The Nickelodeon. Shoot no, I think slime, slime on that. Shoot slime out of the building. Hey, the show's gone a little loose yep. last two days. I will say the. Uh, but what were we supposed to do yesterday? Honestly, exactly. That's right in our wheelhouse. Hands are tied. Indianapolis Colts story. The same state. Ursay story. I think we're one of the only shows that Ursay's ever been on. And a massive decision that was made by the McDaniels family. Mid-flight with coaches already hired to a staff and a live press con- uh, conference already scheduled. Turned it around. Had a full prayer over it up there in the sky. I guess when you're 42,000 feet, you can be closer to God and get the real answers of what the McDaniels thought. And they bring up him just exploding the toilet or doing something. What would he be doing for an hour in there? Honestly, what were we supposed to say? I mean, we're- yeah, like he's taking a big dump. That's what happens. His taxes. Legs fell asleep. I don't know if he's doing his taxes. It would take, it would take a long time, awkwardly amount of time. Yeah. yeah. Billionaire. Weird busy. place to do it probably, but hey, you know, he's a busy man. Might have been April yeah. uh, 12th. Yeah. What if he, he fell asleep? <laughs> what if he did? Or he, what if he took a little billionaire snooze? Exactly. <laughs> what if he was dreaming yeah. of mauling zebras? Very in a cat woman's Well, don't you worry, you're pretty billionaire head. We're gonna get you back to Tyson in your cozy tiger bed. And then we're gonna find our best friend, Jeff. 
Yep. And then we're going to give him a best friend hug. Jim! A lot of inside stuff on this Feel Good Friday. Ursa is going to respond. You know he's not going to let that just float out there. He did put a tweet out last night, but it was not in response to him taking a massive dump. It was, no. uh, yeah, which makes it was a quote of something else. But let's talk about some sports stuff. John Harbaugh has said that Lamar Jackson won't be his quarterback and that he loves him. <laughs> and there's a 200% chance that he'll be back. This is a nice public negotiation from Harbaugh showcasing his love and affection for the person that is going to be in the middle of a negotiation with the team that they both work for currently. I'm excited to see how this pans out. Like little Latte Jordan Schultz said of the Schultz Report on the score, they were very far off when it came to money. And Lamar Jackson looks at comps, what the deal is, what the market is. He sees Deshaun Watson in his division and says, well, I've done more than that guy. Off the field, I've literally only given back to the community. Why are we even talking about anything other than this? Plus, I'm the next one. The salary cap's going up. We're just going to move this up, and we got a deal done. The Ravens offered him something completely different. He did not agree to the deal. Now his contract's up. He could get franchise tagged exclusively or exclusively. It's a shit show, AJ. We've had to talk about it all year. Harbaugh seemingly thinks it's going to be over. Why didn't they do this a lot sooner? I don't know. And also, do you believe – I mean, 200%, yeah, he's, he's telling ownership right there, get this thing done. I think that's what he's doing, publicly negotiating for the team, really. Like, hey, we've let this linger on too long. Let's figure this thing out and, and get Lamar signed and – and get it going, but I mean, Lamar has the leverage. When, when you list all of those things, you're right. I mean, look, former MVP, all of these things, like does all the right things off the field as well. Yeah, it makes sense. Just you know, what I'm it. sick of Connor. What's that? I'm sick of us having to talk about whether or not Lamar, who was reportedly limping around the facility, yep. nobody else said that. Nope. He misses the game. He doesn't go to the game. It's not really addressed by anybody. Like, hey, he was getting treatment, or we told mm-hmm. him not to fly, even though that was probably the case. It just has seemingly been handled all weird, and we got to talk about it because they weren't able to get a deal done. They get a deal done middle of the season. They present him with exactly what he asked for before the season, even though it was out of his time frame, yes. his window. They probably get a deal done, and none of this is even in the conversation. I'm so fascinated by how it's been handled, why it's been handled, and what they do next. I do not understand. Yeah, I'm sick of that. I'm also just sick of terrible decisions being made in the NFL. It feels like sometimes when we sit up here, we say things that maybe just make sense to us that should get done that don't get done. And maybe that is because we look at it too simply or maybe it's because we don't look at at it as complicated as the situation really is because currently when we're talking about the Lamar Jackson situation is it that complicated to just give him 200 million dollars guaranteed or is this literally something that they cannot do with the money they have or do they not want to maybe sell off 5% of the team to Ian get... Rapp- what does Ian Rapport He always says they got the money. They have the money. He like, always I don't know if that's true. Yeah. He even said that about the Chargers. And the Chargers had a family member of the ownership team say, hey, you don't have enough money. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, that was a big deal. Of course, but all, thing, everything... That, that thing kind of... That disappeared quick. That Oh, yeah. And that was from the oh. sister's mouth, right? That wasn't, like, from her camp. Yeah, but it was a... Yeah, well, it was from the camp. It was a lawsuit, I believe. Yeah. But it was a quote from her. From in her, there, yeah. In the filing or whatever. Yes. But that has disappeared because I think... They paid every. I mean, they paid Cleo Mack. Yep. They paid JC. Mm-hmm. They pay. They're gonna Mike have Williams. To, they're gonna have to pay Herbert. They paid Mike Williams. They paid Joe. They paid everybody. So I think that was their response to any potential public doubt about it yeah. all. And I don't know how that got handled, but it kind of disappeared. But there is levels to this shit on who has the money, who doesn't have the money. It would be crazy to think in 2023. Shout out to me not having to change that in my head. 2022 oh, yeah. to, to 2023. <laughs> yep. Just yep. saying it. Like every single intro of this show. Since 2023, 
pretty pumped up about that. That there's even a thought though that they maybe can't afford it, but that's real life. There's some teams that won't be able to afford. Sean Payton's going to command twenty five million dollars. Yeah, like that's going to happen mm-hmm. allegedly. And there's only really one team that will probably be willing to do that right now, or two with the Carolina Panthers being involved in it all. It's it's a crazy time, and it's a great time to be one of the uber wealthy owners yeah. as opposed to just the. I'm wealthy as fuck owner who is definitely richer than all of us, but this is a competition. They're all competing against each other, and money is certainly a weapon to have in competition. Well, and because of that, it feels like this is just going to be kind of like a standstill, and one team is going to have to make the first move, whether that be the Chargers, the Ravens, or the Bengals that have all these young quarterbacks that they know are going to get massive contracts, but they don't want to be the first ones to do it. Because seemingly, after the Deshaun Watson you know, contract fully guaranteed, there might have been a discussion like, hey, all these other quarterback extensions, if these are all fully guaranteed contracts, some of these teams are going to be... Fo- get you know screwed so then we got the russell wilson you know 160 million guaranteed not fully we got the kyler 140 guaranteed not fully and then i mean you can throw them in here even though it wasn't even close to those two but the Derek carr contract even was uh you know x amount guaranteed what but it was wasn't. it what was it i forget what it was i thought 90, it was 80 yeah i thought it was 80 it was a lot wasn't it it was yeah. a lot of money but guaranteed. it wasn't all guaranteed it was no. like 40 summers yeah and that was all after the Deshaun uh, contract and all those contracts that were extended were after the league meetings. So I think there was maybe an assumption that that was a That Deshaun contract is bonkers. Yeah. Really changed a lot, didn't yeah. it? That's why where we are. League. Well, it changed the whole conversation that we're at right now. Yeah. It changed. And we've talked about this for a long time now. That could have been on purpose. Yeah. We're not going to give them enough credit to say that that was chess what he did there by paying, overpaying the quarterback. I think he was just trying to beat the Falcons and the Saints, trying to get to Sean Watson. Yeah. How do we got to do that? Andrew Barry said, well, we got to guarantee it. He said, fuck it, let's do it. But some rippling effects from this is going to be that the other owners in his division aren't going to be able to afford yeah. the new going rate of a top-tier quarterback. Like, you just change the entire game. I'm not saying he thought about that when he did it, but there is something to be said about that. Like, the Bengals and the Ravens, are in the same division as this owner that just dropped a fucking quarter of a billion dollars yeah. guaranteed into escrow to pay somebody. Now you got to do it. And if you can't, you're not going to be able to pay. You're just going to have to draft a rookie that's good every four years. Good luck. Like, that's a, that's a fascinating yeah. chess play that kind of worked out for him, I think. Well, I think the Browns, too, how they structured it, like they don't have any outs either. It's a very, nope. very like, player-friendly contract, too, for Deshaun. In fact, that what is it? Who's the agent again? Mulligata gets this done, especially in the time like when all of the Deshaun stuff was in the middle of it. He gets this. So it just yeah changed everything. Every other owner, I don't know if I give him enough credit to say he did this on purpose with the, the rest of his division, but... I would be claiming that now if I didn't. Absolutely putting that on the resume. Well, yeah, you're welcome, Walton. You're welcome, uh, Tepper. You're welcome, Cronky. You're welcome. Who would be next on that list? Uh, is Jerry up there or Robert? Probably Robert next, right? Mm-hmm. Then probably who's Seattle? Art Junior. Seattle's uh, got Allen. Uh, Paul Allen's, Allen's like sister. sister. The Allen yeah. family. Yeah. Do they got? They have to right? That's oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, Microsoft. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, but then there's those there's those lower ones that are uh-huh. like family businesses almost. Yeah. This has yep. been the only business that we've run, and we don't run business that good. 
You, and we're allowed to judge yeah. how some of these businesses are being run in the NFL because I don't want to say we're in it, but we see other teams have success. Yeah. Like, hey, this is what this team does. There is a blueprint, you know, and it's just like, well, this is what we do. And it's like, well, the only reason why you've been successful is because you're in a league that's successful, not because the business that you're running is successful. But that's why I think it's big for what Cincinnati's doing, because they are like a family business, mm -hmm. but they're actually starting to run it like a business, like other people are running it. So I think that's big for the money. But there are teams down there that ain't got as much cash as some of the other places, and it's going to show. I think it's going to show over the next 10 years. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know about, like, you know, giving him a bunch of credit, but I also, like, in terms of these people, they might not know exactly what it's like, but when you're this rich in terms of like dick measuring, like they're, I think they're pretty innately aware of what other people's financial portfolios oh, yeah. are kind of like. So it very well could have been like a, hey, we know we have the money to do this with Deshaun. Also, we're going to have to overpay because he doesn't want to fucking come to Cleveland. This is going to be the only way we're going to get him here. And also, we know, like, you know, just kind of from a 30,000-foot view, like, we know how much money Baltimore has. We know how much money Cincinnati has. Haslam's, Haslam's this is wild. Haslam has less money than Ravens. Hmm. Willing to spend 230 on a quarterback. See that? Yeah. Oh, Steven yeah. Bashotti, Ravens, 5.9 bill. That's their net worth, though. How much, how much can they get to when they need it? That's, that's what I want to know. I think how that's liquid, liquid are they? Yeah, 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 yeah. How liquid are they? Like, can you get to the, Yeah, of course you have things. You own stuff. But like, how can you, can you make this work? To sign a contract if you need to pay a quarterback 230 mil. So let's dabble into that a little bit more for people that maybe don't understand. A lot of real estate people are cash broke, but they got fucking land and houses and shit everywhere that they could get the money if they were to sell off these pieces, as opposed to some people who maybe have the actual cash on them, and that's how they go about doing their thing. Also, investments, AJ. I think investing is another one of those. I mean, yeah, if you're, you're a billionaire, you're a billionaire for a reason, because you took whatever money you've made and you've made it work for you, and you make money on your money and you continue to do that and then all of a sudden you look up and you you got 50 billion dollar net worth that'd be pretty nice wouldn't that be cool i mean there's only a few people that have had that happen but there's certainly yeah. been more billionaires mm -hmm. in our world as of late it seems like with mm -hmm. more jobs in different job avenues arising a lot more people are getting to the b quicker but it is absurd to think about the amount of cash that some of these fucking people have yeah it's ridiculous and seeing 5.9 is wild especially for the ravens because like the situation that they're in is better or probably the best between them the Bengals, and the chargers because the ravens only have to pay lamar and that's all they have to worry about right now like when you look well, they're at gonna those, have to get wide receivers which is what they people telling him that? or will they a part of it though are they telling him hey we can't give you 225 240 guarantee because we need to filling a team around you and bring you some weapons so they were saying i forget who it was somebody said it earlier that the firing of greg roman was also a potential um like call sign to like wide receivers around the nfl like hey you can come to this offense like this offense okay. will be it's like when georgia tech was running the old school mm -hmm. uh triple, triple option. option like it was hard to get a recruiting it's hard to recruit a wide receiver to that particular offense then whenever you change the offense you're able to get it it's like that offense has strictly been a run first tight end this is how we're going to do. Hollywood Brown didn't work out there because of that. I think we all know that, even though we had a lot of love for Lamar and everything. New offense coordinator, are they still going to use the tight ends? I would think they would have to. Yeah. Still be pretty yeah. similar, but just add in a little bit better passing game. That's where like people are saying maybe Cliff Kingsbury. But like, <laughs> huh. I don't, I don't. Is Cliff going to leave Thailand to do? And is Cliff is Cliff one or? I call, wouldn't. Does he want to call plays again? Like, does he just want to take jump? a year? Yeah, take a year, Cliff. I think he should take I a year. Evolve too, maybe. You know, like yeah, 
go around and have some fun and go watch. Maybe go spend some time in NFL facilities. Yes. That's how a lot of coaches, if they have a year off, they go study with – they'll spend a few days with different college coaches they like, and then they go NFL coaches. Who knows, maybe XFL, he goes and hangs with Dwayne a little bit. Oh, yeah, the USFL smart. maybe. Yeah, the the CFL, the, the MFL. Yep. Who's ML football? football on Twitter? Major – Major League Football? I don't know. This new, this new Twitter account has just kind of popped up out of nowhere, and it's an aggregate, uh, yeah, yeah. aggregate of news pretty much. Like, um, okay. like Ari and like Dove, yep. how they just like have alerts on for everything, yeah. and yeah. they get a newsletter quicker than anybody, and their tweets oh. are so good, right? Like Ari is so quick. Ari yeah. has yes. built himself up. So big ML football has kind of become a new one, and obviously the re- the way I was introduced was because of the McDaniel's bathroom incident with Jim Irsay. Right. But then I was going through there like thirty thousand followers, I think, and there was like a lot of action on there. And it seems like they've kind of come out of nowhere. Might have changed a Twitter handle into ML football. Oh, whatever the case. Congrats. Seems yeah, like I'm, you're doing well. Keep it going, ML. Seems like you're doing well out there, ML football. Got a lot of love for that. Ari Miroff, so Ari, I know we saw him at the uh, Super Bowl. From uh, what does he work right now? So he's with Pro Football Focus. So that's why mm-hmm. I never, never really. Does read. he write? Does he write? Does Ari write, or is it like he, does he put everything together for? So him? he had a podcast. Yep. And he was basically all the news in the NFL coming through my Twitter account. Yes, is what we. It. He was really good. He was very, very good at he's that. Been on fire. Yeah, he, he has it. reported stuff before other people too. Sometimes. Where's he at now? 33rd team. team, yeah. I don't think he's with PFF okay. anymore. I've seen clips of that. Who's that? The 33rd team. Who I think oh, Chuck, 33rd team. Yeah. yeah, Chuck also does stuff with them. And yeah, who are they? They're they're pretty new, I feel like. But they, yeah. they hired a bunch of like NFL, former NFL coaches and GMs yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah, I saw, I saw that. an expansion network. I think I follow them. As soon as I saw it, and Chuck was doing shit with them, I'm like, this feels like good. The 33rd team's a great name. I, that yeah. was NFL Films always in mind. I was like, 33rd team yeah. is the NFL. That's a great name. Is Lombo doing stuff with the thirty third team as well? I don't know. I'm not sure. I thought he was on one of their shows. The Daily know. Coach. I know he writes over there. You read that every morning whenever you're working out? Uh, no, but I hear him reference it with, uh, huh. I listen to his podcast a decent amount. Oh, you listen to the Lombardi line? GM Shuffle. Nope. GM Shuffle. Oh, this is a live show I watch. Sorry. Yep. Uh, NFL content from current and former players, coaches, and executives. Wow. Nice. All right. Is that Ed Reed up there? Is Ed Reed doing stuff for them? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think coach is Tuna up there. Eddie George Marcel's up there. Bill is. Cower. Leonard Fournette. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Is that the boss? I mean, Buster Woodson. Isn't it? I don't see the no- – I can barely see the screen. I mean, Joe <laughs> Thomas. Yeah, that's Cam, two six. Cam Jordan. Yeah, that's Rod Woodson. Okay. 30-13. He's coaching. All the yeah, the XFL in yeah. Vegas. All, all those guys on the are they making content for the thirty third team or is that just OGs of the NFL? I think that's just OGs of the NFL. Because yeah. there's a lot of people nope. that aren't up there. Parcells is Parcells a big content guy. Yes. Is Tuna making fucking content right now? The coaches are Kyler, Marvin Lewis, Mangini, Mike Martz, Morningweg, Chuck, wow. Parcells, Wade Phillips, Tressman, Wani, and oh, Zimmer. That's what I'm saying. So I, they I, don't have big Tuna. They do. Oh, he's a parcel. Oh, he's a yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think those are why, because there's a lot of people that aren't on that, that you would assume if they were just picking names out of the NFL's history to put up there. Yeah. Are all those people making things for the 33rd team, and who owns them? I don't know. I don't know. Let me find out. Let me fucking snip Keep around. Keep digging, Tony. Let me snip around. Tony hey, that's digs. That's awesome. Good for them. What if that's, is that the NFL? 
That would be sweet. I wonder if that's a part of their... Also smart. NFL Plus! That'd be great content. How's that going? We got Dean Blandino. I actually watched a game on NFL Plus the other day. How was it? It was good. Laggy? Actually, no. I was ju- I was just driving to go NFL pick up some Plus. food. Yeah. Wait, and, just a uh, way to watch games on your phone, right? Exactly. Now, uh, you most can of you guys also- have YouTube TV, right? YouTube TV does the exact same thing. Yes. Yeah, I could. I also uh, went switched over to Hulu. So... <laughs> Instead of YouTube TV? Uh, no, no. Uh, while I was watching on NFL. Oh, course. boy. Uh, I just Googled who yeah, owns yeah, the third, third team. Here we go. Oh, no. Mike Tannenbaum. Uh, oh! Geez. Someone get to Gumpy now. <laughs> the 33rd team, a football think tank and media platform. This is the article that I'm reading. Media platform created by former NFL executive Michael Tannenbaum with assistance of the University of Massachusetts Sports Management Program. Fuck! Today announced the official launch <laughs> of the company, the 33rd team. I wonder who's financing that. Sounds like that fucking Massachusetts turncoat company. I heard them on the NFL Network radio channel as well. I heard so one of their 33rd team shows. Yeah, so. I wonder who's funding it. Who owns it? Tannenbaum made enough money from being a GM to start this, pay all those people? That'd be awesome if Tannenbaum's that good of a fucking gotta business. got to have investors. Who? I wonder who. I wonder if it's some of the coaches. Know, there's a there. fund with unlimited money that's been throwing it around. Well, it's a brilliant idea. I mean, the people that we said on it, that that's a great lineup of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah, smart. I bet the knowledge on there is actually solid. Next yeah. level. Yeah. That's why I was like, no, who's whose money's behind that? It seems like it's a good concept, good idea. Tannenbaum says some things, you know, on TV mm-hmm. that yeah. make you go, huh? Eh. Tannenbaum. Someone should smack that guy in the mouth. No, no, I don't think that. That's what. Boston Connor. Sorry, I've been talking to Gumpy too much. Yeah, yeah, Gumpy feels that way because Gumpy's obviously a diehard fan of the Dolphins. We all know how that kind of whole <laughs> thing worked out. But remember, he, he was the one to mention Chicago trading. Yeah. And uh, the number mm-hmm. one overall pick or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or no, yeah. trading Justin Fields. Fields. Yeah. And then drafting Bryce Young yes. at the number one overall pick because of the things that they think that they could get in return for Justin Fields. And by the time we were done with that conversation, we were like, Okay, we can see how somebody in the NFL would would do that. You know, so I think there's a lot of that with Tannenbaum. If he's behind this, if he's the brain behind this, congrats to Tannenbaum. Yeah, good job, Tannenbaum. That's actually awesome. What a time. What a time for football. Unbelievable. What a time to be a sports fan. What a day to have a Friday, a feel-good one, because we are... 26 and a half hours away from kicking off the divisional round. Who will be the final four standing for us to overreact about on Overreaction Monday? The Jags and the Chiefs kick it off, then the Giants and the Eagles, Bengals and Bills, Niners and Cowboys. We have two straight days of incredible matchups with high stakes on the line. My name is Pat McAfee. I am the host of this show. It is the dumbest show to ever grace the earth, but we are in the middle of our fucking glory hole right now. Mm -hmm. The NFL playoffs are fantastic. This man's name is A.J. Hawk. A.J. is the all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers and just got a haircut that looks dapper. Yeah, Holy shit. What are we doing? You re-intro and everyone? You got a new audience here at the 2 o'clock hour? Is that what you're doing? Exactly. Real radio guy. Yeah. Huh? Exactly. Bingo. We were looking learning. at... Did Mad Dog, did Mad Dog give you some, some mentorship? <laughs> the barking. To let you know? The barking. Sick of hearing about the book. The... 
Coxing Tables here at Boston Connor at Ty Schmidt. One half of the hammer. Done. Cowboys Tone Diggs is here and all the boys in the back. We will be joined by Kirk Herbstreet, I believe, in the next five to ten minutes or so. Uh, let's go ahead and send him a text and let him know that that's the case. <laughs> Should uh, Jeez. That's not real professional. We no, you did. let him know. Yeah, yeah you yeah, told two him. Two o'clock. Two o'clock. Told him way earlier, too. Because we're trying to potentially get Derek Wolf on today to talk about hiking up a fucking yes. mountain yes. and uh, stalking an American lion that is bigger than any lion that I've really seen on most documentaries of fucking Africa. You know, here in America, we got some big fucking lions that are roaming oh, these things. Shit. This is considered a... Uh, mountain lion. A mountain yeah. lion. But this, this is an American lion. That is, is a fucking is. lion. Look how big that thing is. This yes. guy played D-end in the NFL. <laughs> that is a fucking lion. Six foot five. Uh, Ohio fuck. Of course. He's an avid outdoorsman and hunter. He's obviously been ridiculed and criticized in the past for being a man who has grown up hunting and you know the whole art of hunting and what you learn from hunting listen i am not with a bow and arrow i'm a bow and arrow too yeah i'm not a killer okay but but i understand that there are people that hate hunting and there's people that love hunting Mm -hmm. and that is something that is just never i don't think it's ever going to be able to coexist so i think you both should understand that both sides should just understand that and just move on i think nonetheless this dude heard that there was a rural town in the mountains over there where a couple dogs were getting feasted upon by one of these local lions and they didn't know what was going to happen next because of how fucking big this lion was and Derek wolf if i read the story correctly put his fucking bow and arrow on his back trekked up some fucking rocky mountains found this lion in the lion's home shot it with an arrow put that fucker on his back and was going to walk back into the village and basically say i got the killer or whatever i got the guy that was been demonizing us fell down the face of a fucking cliff while the lion was on his back allegedly falls while he's doing it picks back up walks back out of there you're talking about like what is this, the year 550, yeah. maybe, maybe 660 uh, uh, after Christ, whatever the things? This feels like it's a story from way back, and that's an NFL defensive end. It's bananas. It is crazy. We reach out to him. He w- it was Instagram DM, so it wasn't it. He responded. We responded. Miss Boudicace, we'll probably have him on next week. What a fucking story. Legend. What a situation. And do you think there was any chance he was coming back alive without that line? No way. I think he was going up that mountain. It's either me Prepared or the lion. Prepared to die. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you have to be. Look how fucking big that thing is. Yeah. Like, if he shoot, if he's not that great of a hunter or he gets spooked a little bit and you miss that lion, guess what? You're fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> that thing is eating your bones. At altitude. <laughs> yeah. Rocks in its mm-hmm. land. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. That's crazy to think about. Absolutely crazy to think about. Uh, but this is a big-time TMZ story, and... What a moment there. You know, a couple yeah. of dogs. Well, getting- what about the other picture? The other picture, I believe, that got put on the group chat where he's carrying a bear on his back and carrying it out of the woods. Yep. Yeah, that's. I think this. he's like old school. He is from Ohio. We knew, right? We knew that? Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. <laughs> and didn't we just say a couple weeks ago, there's going to come a moment where we're going to need an Ohio fuck to do something that yeah. is so Ohio. You, know, you better thank him. So your, your dogs are out there and they get to go take a leak in peace. You can thank him. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Every once in a while, you get an Ohio guy around. There's going to be a problem that needs to be solved that the Ohio person is probably going to be the one that's going to figure it out. Now, Yinzers are saying there's, there's, there's a few amongst us that would do the same thing, but this is the most Ohio thing I've heard, really, to be honest with you. Killed a couple of dogs. Whose dogs? Oh, got Marcy's dogs. That's what I... Can't have it. Fucking bow and arrow. 
Where are you going, hon? It's either me or that fucking lion. Did you hear what it did to Marcy's dog? We're fucking out there. That's a movie, bro. Yes. Yeah. This is a yeah. movie. This is not real life. This guy actually did this last week. That's a movie. AJ. What a huge... Can you imagine just coming across that mountain lion in the wild? Like, and you, you were out there? Like, that just... Man, that's terrifying. What do they say? That happens on, like, trails. You do trails. This is where we learned of the American lions being yeah. fucking yeah. dogs, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because we always think... I, I guess me as somebody that doesn't live in mountain lion area... Like, oh, the American lion's just a little baby back bitch. Not a real you know what lion. I mean? It's not as fast, no. probably. Not as strong. No not way. as big. It's just a, it's a little baby back bitch lion. It don't have the mane. It ain't nothing. And then as the internet continued to evolve and you started to see more interactions, it's like, wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Our lion is a dog, dude. It is. It, there was one where it went on its back paws. This oh, one yeah, we were yeah, introduced. Yeah. Yep. A walker was walking up a trail. All of a sudden came across an American lion and it's bait litter, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. offspring. Yeah. Litter, whatever it is. So this lion was pissed. And this lion just fucking like walks out in front of it like, excuse me. And then the person's scared to death. It gets on its hind legs and starts fucking, <laughs> and it's fucking like a viper, almost yeah. like a cobra. What is exactly. that? A cobra, yeah. I guess yep. it stands up. And then we started looking into American lions. These things are a real fucking deal. Like, do not want to encounter them at all. And I would have just been like, oh, little bobcat, just fucking get the hell out of here. It's like, no, no, we got some safari shit going on up over there. To your point about the uh, Western PA in Ohio, he's from East Liverpool, Ohio, which is about three miles from the PA border. He's about 40 miles from Gold Lot, Akershire Stadium, one-hour drive. So he's got the best of both worlds. Okay? Yeah, I assume his family has uh, visited Rivers Casino whenever Pennsylvania had gambling and Ohio did not. A lot of Ohio fucks coming into the Inzer world and probably losing at that Rivers Casino because there's only yeah. losers in there. But, yes, Derek Wolf, the man that goes up there to get that lion crazy and i didn't know we had those no i had no idea we had those in our country one just a famous one just died out in la the one that was they they had it tagged and they tracked it it just died so they tagged the la one he was in whatever like by the hollywood sign and stuff there's cool pictures of them what do they say these things just kind of roam and what do they eat animal what do they do whatever celebrities decide jessica simpson's dog rodents that's not talked about a lot out there Fucking yeah. You hear about celebrities when their dogs get eaten or taken away. It's always mountain lions. Lady Gaga. Coyotes, too. Coyotes, yeah. Lions next door app, I saw a dog got taken in our plan fucking oh, like yeah. two weeks ago. Oh, blast a coyote. Coyote came through and got a dog? Mm-hmm. Happens all the time. I thought what? they couldn't get... Not my fucking dog. Yeah, I don't... Oh, they get those little tiny ones, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess the people have them out like in their... They can ju- Obviously, they'll jump a little fence and... Snatch that thing. We have a couple foxes at the house, the new house, and they just kind of run around in the back. And I guess they've probably got all the fish in the pond that we have back there. Oh, no. They're doing whatever they're doing. But they're awesome. These things are awesome looking. And I guess they have a potential to be like a little bit. Mm. You just kick that thing. I mean. Yeah, they're not very big. Just like coyote, too. You know, if everything. Can't you just boot those things right in the head? Some of those coyotes can get pretty big. They can get decent size. I guess. We're talking to JC, who lives out in the fucking sticks here in Indiana. He's talking about the coyotes being like real problems. Legit. Obviously. Big time. You know, all the building, all the, like, you know, by Evie's house, all those factories going up and everything. Where do they go? They got to come right in your living room. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's, yeah, let's give him a call. Those foxes, they just, they're done. Taking apart the dead uh, cor- corpses at your other house, and they said they'll we'll just go over his new house, yeah. see if we get fed over there. Yeah. Follow the for scent. Sure. We've Fruity absolutely pebbles, yeah. obliterated these raccoons. These are little, little foxes. These ones are a little couple. They do a lot of wrestling and stuff. I think they're going to grow real big. Oh, wow. it's like fox and a hound. Well, Chuck. Todd and Copper. 
I don't know what their name is. That the name? That's Fox and Hound. Great movie. Sad movie. I cried very, a lot. Very sad. I've never seen it, but I had. There was like a bar run there. The Fox and the Hound. It was like a franchise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, you better get that? Chuck yeah. one of those There's coyote vests. If a coyote fucks it. around and accidentally tries to attack Chuck, I mean that coyote is in a raw in for. I mean that's a bad. He's the largest corgi on Earth. There was a. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's why, a big meal. That's why he's in trouble because the coyote knows he's eating for two for years. Or the coyote's days. breaking his back trying to pick him up. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Chuck must be. You know, they say like Andre the Giant had a pituitary gland. Right. Sure. That continued to <laughs> do yeah. its thing. Yeah. Chuck, I think, has similar thing. He's only growing, and he can still he got jump. diabetes. I, I feel no, he, he can does. still jump though. He's still athletic as fuck. Like it's not like wow. uh, it's an interesting. It's impressive. He'll jump off the bed. I'm like, oh, he's breaking all four of his legs yeah. right now. It's about to happen. All four of his legs are about to just go boom, and he doesn't at all. He hits it, and then he'll turn around and he'll fucking jump. It's a he's a very impressive, massive creature. So what I'm saying is that coyote. I think the coyote's definitely smaller than Chuck at this stage in Indiana. I think with I don't know if we're getting these big coyotes. Much taller. Chuck's a little short little guy though, right? Yeah, but he's a herding creature. Remember, Corgi's a herding animal. He's he smart. will. He's a. This guy's a. He's an asshole. Now let's not. Chuck is an asshole too. He's large and he's an asshole. I think he would win battle against coyote. I think. Nice. But these foxes are going to fuck around and find out. I think. I was going to say you make a good point about the foxes. They may be small and cute right now, but. Uh, I'd say this weekend or whenever you can get out there, kick one of them in the stomach as hard as you can, lay down the law right away. Let them know exactly. Hey, yeah, like you guys can you can hang out in the backyard, you can do whatever you want. If you get too close, if you try to you know threaten us, I'm gonna kick you so fucking hard in the stomach, you're gonna wish you never existed. Okay, okay? and they'll and they'll respect that. Eating the fish are fine, right? Okay, the fish are fine. Attack attack the oversized corgi. Yep. We're gonna have a Can't have it. It's gonna be bad. I don't think you. foxes are attacking dogs, are they? Not yet. I don't, I don't think so. Think foxes small. are smaller, man. Yeah. It's probably a pretty cute little thing. Yeah, yeah very cute. Yeah. They have a good little tail. Coyotes are a problem, though. All right, joining us now is a man who, uh, big dog fan. Yeah. yeah. Big dog fan. Great dog dad. That's right. Great. Also, the face of college football and now the voice of the NFL on Thursday nights alongside oh, yeah. Al Michaels, ladies and gentlemen, Kirk Herbstreit. Yeah, Kirk! Herbie, Here we go. How you doing, Herbie? I'm good. I'm good. I think Fox are afraid of dogs. I don't I don't think a fox is going to mess with with a dog. What about a coyote? You think coyote could get not your dogs, I don't think it could get your dogs. I think a coyote cuz I had a a golden when I lived in Columbus and he was in just in the backyard middle of the day roaming across the backyard and one of our goldens got out and went after him and he initially wanted to run uh away from the golden and then when the golden got too close he, his back went up. Oh yeah. And he was ready to fight. And I got the uh, the golden back away from him, so I don't I don't think I think a small dog those coyotes will definitely go after a small dog. Oh, you think they're scared of big dogs though? Because when the big dog I leaves think- the porch, the little coyote <laughs> bitch kind of runs. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, I understand. <laughs> and, and by the way, that's dictionary yeah, 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 version yeah. of the word that I just said. Yeah. Did you hear about what Derek Wolf did? He's Ohio guy. I saw I saw the picture. He went up after that <laughs> damn thing uh-huh. on yeah. a mission. Yeah. You guys know him? Uh, AJ, you know I wish. AJ, do you know him? I do not. I wish I did. Now I definitely want to reach out and shake his hand, for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shake your we would like to that. shake his hand. We would love to shake did, his hand if he's watching. Did you it. see how massive that mountain lion was? Did you know we had those? Did you know oh. our lions were just as big as their lions? I didn't know that our lions. I thought American <laughs> lions were little baby back lion. I didn't know we had... 
We have that out there. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Dude, imagine if you're just out there skipping along on a walk <laughs> and that thing comes up on you. You're dead. Yes. This is a movie. Gone. You're gone. Yeah, Those be- are supposed to be in other countries. Yes. Right. Not ours. That thing's a real deal. I thought this was America. We don't want anything to do with that. Hey, no, actually, though, we would like to acknowledge that we have a fucking badass creature, though. Yeah. Right? Like, let's remember that. Yes. I feel it's like... We, we did until Big Derek took care of it. Yeah. I don't know if we have any more. Yeah, we got even Seriously. better. Yeah, we got even better creatures that are roaming the state of Ohio mm-hmm. somehow every single day. Uh, Herbie, we can't thank you enough for joining us on this Feel Good Friday. We got a big divisional round weekend in the NFL, a league that you've covered closer than you've ever covered in your entire career this year as the voice of Thursday Night Football alongside Al Michaels. Let's dive into these games, Kirk. I'm excited to hear your thoughts on it. Two days, Saturday, Sunday, of live action. The Jags and the Chiefs kick off at 4.30. That is 26 hours and 13 minutes from right now. Oh, yeah. The divisional round will be kicking off. Eight and a half point spread feels like a lot, especially for this Jacksonville team. Chiefs could just buzzsaw them as well. In the home of the Chiefs. What are your thoughts on it, Herbie? I... I think this just has that feeling that here's a, a team. I did the I did the Jags late in the year when they played the Jets, and it was right in the middle of where they were starting to gain some momentum and some confidence, and especially the quarterback uh, Trevor Lawrence. I think people sleep on how effective ETN has has been for this offense now that he's healthy. All the attention is going to Trevor, and it should, and the receivers. But I think ETN's a, kind of an X factor in that offense, catching the ball out of the backfield. He's like a receiver playing tailback. Uh, he runs physical. I wouldn't be surprised with nothing to lose, playing with house money, that the Jags hang around in a game that many people think, ah, oh, they fun little story, they're done. I see Trevor Lawrence in this offense hanging around with Mahomes. And then eventually they, they won't have enough to close it out. I think the Chiefs obviously going to win the game. But I think that game's competitive. What What is that, nine? Eight, nine, eight, and, eight and a half. Nine? I think Tone just said, though, that thing started nine and a half. The, the first game they played this year, we were talking about it earlier, was nine and a half. Okay. Wow. Right. 27-17. Okay, Covered. yeah, he just texted I, I, me. I, to me, that game's closer, and it's just a matter of do the Chiefs get a late score to end up mm-hmm. – you know, covering. But I, I think that game's competitive. Okay. But I like the Chiefs. I think we all kind of feel a very similar fashion. We AJ and I have not given our official picks yet. We will to wrap up this show. But definitely listening to every word you're saying. Right, AJ? I mean, we're listening to the Herbie, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no question. Herbie, I, I think you're spot on with ETN, too. You dog. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Herbie, what about Trevor Lawrence? Best. What do you think of Trevor Lawrence, especially the second half of this season? What do you think of his play? I think he's got, like a lot of quarterbacks, A.J., that you've been around and either competed against or on your team. You know, early in their careers, the game's moving really fast. And as they get through more reps, and, and I think he's a guy that would tell you he, he was willing to grow through failure. And I think he took advantage of some opportunities last year to, you know, he, a lot of people looked at him as a potential bust. Uh, you know, people, how quick they are to jump the gun. This guy just kind of went back to work, got a new system with Doug Peterson, I think they got better around him. I talked with their GM leading up to that Jets game, and they said, we made a determination. We brought Doug in. We were all in on Trevor Lawrence. And what do we got to do to be better as an offense? We got to build around him. So look at the free agents that they brought around him at receiver, up front on the offensive line. ETN now basically is like a rookie because he was out all last year. So they built themselves a better group around Trevor, 
And Trevor has just slowly, quietly been getting better and better, and the game is slowing down, so he's making quicker decisions. So I think this dude is putting him in there in the future with Burrow and Mahomes and Allen. All those dudes. I just think he's going to become part of that, this this new wave of quarterbacks. I think he's the real deal, and I think um, he's going to make some big plays on uh, on Saturday. So obviously Jacksonville was going to keep Trevor Lawrence after his first year in whenever they're doing their new coaching search after their Urban Meyer experience the first year. Did Doug Peterson have to come in and pitch what he would do with Trevor Lawrence? I assume, right? And that, like that's going to be happening with Kyler. That's going to be happening with Russ. Like that is kind of a model. It, the success has happened with Doug and Trevor immediately. I assume he had to pitch. Do you know anything about that? What Doug maybe said? Yeah, I don't think it was a pitch. I just think it was respect for what he'd already accomplished in his career as a coach. And I think it was. Yeah, I'm sure he sat down and talked about how excited he would be to work with with Trevor. But I think it was also more of a, a, a group effort with what, what, like I said, what they wanted to do and and building the pieces around them. I, I think the Bengals put the blueprint out there. When you have a quarterback, again, Burrow gets all the attention. But look at Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Now you have a tight end. There's so many weapons. You can't take Jamar Chase away and think that you've stopped the Bengals. So I think the answer when you have a quarterback like that is find three or four pieces. Even Evan Ingram, the tight end, he gets one-on-one against a linebacker. He wins. So they they really have done a great job of building around him. But, yeah, I think Doug, what he did in Philly and his temperament, they wanted to go from one extreme with Urban – to another with Doug, and I think it's obviously it's worked out this year, second half of the season. Yeah, it's been a hell of a thing that a lot of teams are going to look at and say, look what they did. Maybe we could do that. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the next game. We'll kind of motorboat through the Giants and the Eagles. Jalen Hurts has a, a little bit of a hurt shoulder. Yep. Lane Johnson testing a groin, doesn't know how he's going to do. Let's assume he'll do great because that's what he's done. Dayball and the boys are dancing all week. Seven and a half point spread. How do you see this one going, Herbie? I'm a Dable guy. Loved him when he was in college. Followed him, you know, did a bunch of Alabama games when he was the OC that year. He was the OC the year that they sat Jalen Hurts in the second half and brought Tua in. And that overtime last play of the game when he hit Smitty on that left down the left sideline to win the the national championship. He was the OC that year. And then he went back up to the NFL with with Buffalo, and obviously he's now the head coach. And I think I think I don't know if you guys watched the Giants early in the year. This is a, a franchise that's been struggling for a long time. Oh yeah. And, and if you remember early in the year, he went for it kind of unconventionally to try to win a game and showed those players that he believed in them, and it worked out. And I just remember the reaction from those players. Tennessee. It's like we got it. We got a guy, you know. And and I just think that there's something really unique um, with Dable's leadership that these guys are, are buying into. Saquon is healthy, but it's at Philly. I mean, we're sitting here speculating on Jalen, on, on how healthy he is, and he's going to be back to doing what he's doing, where they built their offense around his ability to run and throw. So I'm going to assume that he's okay, uh, but I, I just feel like it's another game that's going to be really, really close. Um, and I think I think Philly, with the home field advantage, assuming that Jalen Hurts is okay, I think they'll win the game. But I, I don't. Again, I think it's going to be a slugfest. Typical divisional rival meeting up in the postseason. Hell yeah! I think they'll swing hard, and I think Philly will 
Philly will survive in advance. That'd be great for the NFL, especially after Super Wild Card Weekend was having such a banger after banger after yeah. banger. Shout out to Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. But with what you're saying with the Jags and the Chiefs, great game. Giants-Eagles, great game. We think so, too. Now Bengals-Bills, five-and-a-half-point spread. What are your thoughts? Well, first of all, I think there's going to be a lot of emotion. Oh, yeah. Um, and I don't know if you guys have already heard. Is I don't know. Is, is DeMar going to be at the game? Well, oh, well, well, it depends on what you, you know. There's, we have thoughts that maybe he comes out on a quad or an ATV. But then there's also reports yeah. that maybe he's not ready yet. So we don't. Yeah, we, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I, I don't know anything. I had heard he, I think he was physically at a practice or something like that. Yeah, he's been around. He's been, Gabe Davis said he's around. So, Von Miller said, there you go, right there, actually. So he's been in the building. So I, you know, I think for, first and foremost, we're all thinking about anytime you see Bengals, Bills, and the, the Bengals playing. You know, you, you think about what went on that night. It just makes me wonder if, if Demar is in a place where he's physically able to to come and and be there with his boys. That, that you imagine what that would do as far as the energy on that sideline and in that stadium if if he were able to to come back. And uh, how ironic that, that they'd be playing the team where he went down. Um, so. That, that, to me, is, um, you know, not only would it be great to see him, but I think it could impact the, the spirit of the Bills if, if he were there uh, to be able to attend the game in person. I, I'm a Joe Burrow guy. I'm a Josh Allen guy. This, to me, is... Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Very one of them. This is the game of the weekend, boys. This is... This is... Three o'clock. Interesting. Yeah. Get ready for next This weekend. is... Uh, I uh, I think that I just can't go against Joe Burrow. Okay. Oh, wow. Bengals go into Buffalo. Kirk. Get a win. Herbie. Internet's going to say you don't like Buffalo. Oh, it's going to the Bills. <laughs> that's not real, though. That is not real life. That it's not real. That's like whenever we pick those games in college football. Jeez Louise. How much fun did you have with that this year? It was a blast. But then, like, it's no. easy come, easy go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, it's easy, bro, easy come, easy go with these fan bases, dude. I pick. Bro, it's like you walked into their kitchen, <laughs> tapped them on the shoulder, and smacked them across the face as hard as you can when you pick their team to lose. Yeah, That's we are. Like. We're we're being forced right now. And by the way, the other team has the same feelings towards us if we pick against them. So we we are put in <laughs> quite a predicament here. But it's easy. You yeah. pick them though the next week. They're back. Oh, it's yeah. good grace. It is. It's a yeah. wild ride. That has been something I couldn't have expected. And the last one here, Sunday Night Football, divisional round, Cowboys, Niners. Publicly, television, a lot of nine, or Cowboys picks. Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. A lot of people on TV with graphics. Cowboys, 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 Cowboys underneath them. We didn't expect that. Ninkovich was the only one this morning that picked mm-hmm. the Niners. What do you think here? Three and a half point spread. First of all, I, again, another team I did late in the year. I did the Cowboys and the Titans uh, late in the year. What wasn't a great night um, for, for Dak. I just feel like Dak. Anytime you're the quarterback of the Cowboys, right? You know, it's it's never as good as they say. It's never as bad as they say. You know, it's funny to watch people talk about if Dak has a good game. That's the best I've ever seen. If he has a bad game, that's the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> and and I just feel like the last game out. Didn't he just look? Yes. Like he was in command. Mm-hmm. I mean, he looked incredible. He played it about as well as I think he can play within that system. He and Kellen Moore were cranking. With that being said, dude, I just think it's a different deal. You know how I feel about Sam Fran, D'Amico Ryans, that defense, Bosa, that defensive line. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball as well as they did last week. They're going to put a lot on Dak. 
in that offensive line in obvious passing situations on the road against that defense. And then Brock Purdy, again, we talked about him earlier this week. Oh, yeah. wants to see him take that next, can he do this? Yeah, he did. Can he do this? Yeah, he did that. Now we're in the postseason. Yes, he can do that. So I think the 49ers at home win that game. We appreciate you, Harvey. You know you're busy as hell. You're the best. You're the man. We're very thankful that you take time out of your life to stop by here. We appreciate it. And I love being on with you guys. Talk to you guys soon. Have a great weekend. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Kirk. Give me, give me, give me some stuff because Ohio bets now. So give me, give me the boys. <laughs> give me some stuff there. Okay. Did I tell you? I told you Connor, and then he hit yesterday. Did you see what he hit yesterday? No. Yeah, exactly. We'll send it to you. It's yeah. absurd. Connor's hitting right now. We'll tell you. We'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, Kirk okay. Herbstreit. Yeah, yeah, him, him trying to learn it over the last whatever. 20 days. Yeah. Like he actually old school human, Kirk Herbstreet. Like until it was legal, Kirk Herbstreet was not. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It's fascinating, isn't it? Like that's an interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting thing. You know, like didn't even dabble or think about it, even though it was very much in his world on a regular basis. Yeah, a ton of info on the team. Like he didn't even want to <laughs> go there almost. Yeah. And he, and I think he still will be like that with college football and everything. But he's trying to do yeah. what he knows about college football, like for basketball. Like mm-hmm. he's trying to get into it. It's been it's been fun watching him. And I told him, I'm like, hey, Connor's got me doing some parlays. You know, we've hit a couple, we've lost a few. Nobody's going to win every time. Mm-hmm. But if he sends me one that's big boy, I'll send it over. He'd be like, thank you. Yes, please do that. And then Connor just hit one yesterday that was stupid. Did you hear about this, AJ? I did not. No, I know he's hit a bunch of them though. Last second three-point shot by Bo, uh, Bojan. Bo, Bojan Bogdogovich. Bogdogovich. <laughs> this game was in Paris, middle of the day. The Bulls pull their starters because they're up so much. Yeah, minute left. Needed Bogdogovich to get 25 points. Bingo. He had 22 points. Classic lose. Cla- yeah, it's over. I actually started bitching and crying and moaning. How many legs? How many legs was it? It was uh, six or seven legs, I think. Six or seven leg parlay. Six legs. On this basketball game in Paris in the middle of the day, Chicago Bulls versus the Detroit Pistons. Detroit Pistons. Connor has a six leg parlay on it on this one game. They just start going boom, 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 boom. And then it's just sitting on this one guy to yeah. score 25 points. He has 22. Bulls sub everybody out, so yep. he assumes game's over. That's like with three minutes left, two minutes left. Uh, less. Like like minute left. Like it's over. <laughs> yeah. He's bitching, this guy. What the fuck? He just hit like a plus 45,000 the other day. Mm-hmm. He's like, this should have been like bitching about it. I'm like, all right. Like six leg parlay, dude. Plus, what is it? Plus, what did it end up I think being? it was uh, 4,500. Yeah, 45. Oh, plus awesome. 4,568. It's crazy. This dude's hitting these like fucking every other day at this point. It's I like those. That's how I like, like they, the things with the, good, the great odds that are big time, like the risk reward. I, I love that. I like doing parlay. Hey, yeah. proud of you, buddy. Hey, let's keep it going. Okay. It doesn't matter now because, you know, we didn't, Boston didn't score a goal last night, unfortunately. So well, and, and, and. And fucking Embiid and Dillard were messing around not scoring the basketball. As I was leaving the Thunderdome, Connor rolls down window and goes, remember, Embiid and Dillard tonight, 35 each, uh-huh. playing against each other, and then rolls window up and drives away. I'm like, he's told me that 10 times today, and the last thing he wanted to say to me before he leaves, this is it, he's hit all these. We didn't hit last night. It's no. going to happen. No, yeah, it's going to happen. And Monday, we, we actually this was going back to the Embiid and Dillard. Well, because I think it was Monday or Tuesday is when we took them both to score thirty-five, and they did. The gambling is a funny situation. 
AJ, isn't it? Now that you're doing it a little bit more over there in Ohio, it's crazy yeah. how they know so much about so many things. Yeah, it's absurd. Who, how do they like? How do they get all their info? Everyone that puts all these together and like, puts the lines together, who are they talking to? Well, and also the mind fuck that you go through when you're trying to figure out if somebody's going to do something or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I run through a game maybe ten different ways. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm just looking at different bets, I'm like Christian McCaffrey, two tuds. That could ease. That's I mean, simple. Yeah. But what if Debo's back and they're giving the ball more to Debo and mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey was scoring two touchdowns when Debo wasn't healthy? Then you start going through all that shit. And then you're like, and then with this defense, not gonna be able, probably going to throw the ball a little bit more. And he, who's he like? He likes Kittle. So then maybe Kittle <laughs> two touchdowns. Like you, it, it's just it's unbelievable what it does. Doesn't you can talk it? yourself into a lot. You can talk yourself into pretty much anything here. or out of anything. You can talk yeah. yourself into anything or out of anything. It is well, it's fa- fun. Yeah, it NBA, is. they really don't know right now either what to do with some players. Like uh, Embiid, for instance, last night he was, uh, I think, like minus 120 to score 35 points. Obviously, he didn't. But Luka really is kind of the enigma right now in the NBA. They don't know what to set his odds at uh, because he scored 18 points in the game two nights ago. Right, so obviously you think, okay, then he's probably going to get forty, and he ends only ends up with thirty because they just double him. So like everything they do with Luca, they're not sure what's going to happen because they change what how teams guard him and everything. Yeah, so. our team's going to feel confident enough. Yeah, in letting their zone or their man Bingo. handle this guy that is mastered walking and dribbling at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah, mastered it. Yep, I said that on the uh, mega cast thing, the natty, and as it was coming out of my mouth, I was like. That is a good way to describe what he has done. Because you watch him, it's like, is that a try? I don't think. I guess <laughs> technically, so technically, he did pick up his dribble right after. Ugh. And he's just like, he does four fakes somehow. Yeah. In the amount, and then he'll do a pass. Mm-hmm. And it's literally in slow motion. It is unbelievable watching him control a game. Yeah, he's the best player in the league. And he plays him. defense. Yeah, he does. And his defense is the yep. same thing. He just like takes like three steps, and it's like, yep. All right, that's yeah. mine. Thank you. And then he then he weaves in between seven mm-hmm. guys and hits some crazy and one. Yeah, and he's or huge. takes a fadeaway three from the half it's court like and makes six, it. Six seven. Yeah, he just what last night or two nights ago. They had been guarding him. He'd been going in and doing all the work, and he they weren't getting points or yeah. whatever. So he just came down. It was just like, all right, yep, and then boom, step back three, knocked it down. <laughs> yeah. That was the entire series. Yep. And I'm like, he should do that every single time. Next time he came down, boom, step back three from like fucking half court. Yeah, almost. logo. Yeah. It's like he, and then if somebody rides up on him, then he just goes by him, boom, foul, and we're. What's their offense like? If you watch him play, like what? Well, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's like, hey, let's. If you're playing on this team, that'd be kind of tough. You almost like, do you feel bad ever taking a shot? No, you just got to be, you got to be right. This is like James Harden. This is James Harden offense, right? Like back in the day, but he passes a lot more than James Harden used to, I think. Yes. And that's like the kind of Achilles heel that not me or kind of the casual fan would think, but like when Charles Barkley or Shaq talks about him, they talk about how it's impossible for Luca to ever win anything significant because of the way he plays that it's just one on five. And if you're not where he thinks you are, then you're doing something wrong. Yeah, because he's looking to pass whenever he has to. Exactly. Because there's going to come moments where he's up in the air mm-hmm. and he is slow-mo walks mm-hmm. somehow mm-hmm. to the length that it can be. Yeah. He's trying to extend it a little bit more. And then there's like a Hail Mary throw almost to a spot every single day. it's fascinating he is same thing with old buddy in denver though leading the league Jokic. i think in points yes. yeah so big yeah he's going back to back mvps are talking about him winning like seven foot point guard basically mm-hmm. i've never seen him on any of these shows no, no. never yeah why don't they show he's back to back mvp winner i don't know the denver 
No it's the quietest fuck. back-to-back MVP ever in the NBA, I feel like. Yeah, he's also... Maybe in anything. Yeah. If there was a back-to-back MVP lacrosse player in the PLL, <laughs> I bet you there would be a full media run. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He also just passed. He's the all-time leader in assists now in the history of the Denver Nuggets and he plays center. He just passed that guy. He's only played How many years has he been? He's only played for like six years, yeah. What a stud, dude. And he's healthy, right? Mm-hmm. He, he plays. Yeah, he's an Iron Man. Incredibly skilled. Mm-hmm. He's pretty cool to watch. It's the oh, European yeah. dudes, they're just fundamentals. Just Yeah, everybody says that Luke had grown up as a teenager, played in more hostile environments than the NBA could ever be with harder yeah. players and harsh, like, harder fouls yeah. and everything. They, they act like he was raised in prison ball. <laughs> yeah. Like Luca. <laughs> Luca was raised with prison rules playing basketball in the most hostile environments imaginable. And it's like, oh, so literally nothing will rattle him in the NBA. And it seems like that's been the case. Oh, yeah. And then you see some of the clips that come out of these stadiums in Israel. They're lighting off flares and shit. Like inside. Inside the stadium. And it is just absolute madness. Well, and, you know, in Slovenia, you're playing against grown men when you're yeah. 16 as opposed to, like, just playing high school basketball mm-hmm. over here where you're just beat. If you're better than everyone else, you're just beating the shit out of them. Like, Let's keep winning, huh? Yeah, come on. Let's keep winning these bets. Let's remember that he did grow up playing against grown men. Exactly. He's playing tonight. Against who? I'm not sure. I know I bet on him to score 40 points, but I'm not sure who he's playing. Connor is the most optimistic gambler of all time, too. Oh. Everybody's going to have a massive night all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's tough. And I think I do love that about you, but you've been winning. You deserve all the praise, Let's pal. Keep going. Keep going. Hey, let's make some picks, and let's get the hell out of here on this feel good. Divisional round starts tomorrow, Friday. Jacksonville Jaguars traveling to the home of the Eight and a half point spread, AJ. Your thoughts? Man, eight and a half does feel like a lot for this one. But, you know, I was I was uh, wavering a little bit before Kirk came on, but Kirk gave me a little bit of confidence in Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. So I'm not saying they're going to win, but I'll take the Jags plus eight and a half. I've been on the Jags plus eight and a half all week until this moment right now. Wow. My spirit, my soul just told my brain. Pal, Super Bowl last week for Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. True. Pal, what are we talking about? It's the playoffs. Showtime, Patty Mahomes mm-hmm. is getting an opportunity to showcase to 40 million people why he is Patrick Mahomes. They're trying to build a destiny. I love the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think Jacksonville Jaguars fans should be pumped that they're even in this divisional round weekend this quickly after hiring Doug Peterson. Give me the Chiefs, wow. minus eight and a half. Why did I do this again? Why did I do this again? This I do this every fucking the time. Chiefs could win by 21. They could, and I say that every single week. Also, looking at the records, if you are to win this week, you will clinch the year mm-hmm. overall. Uh, okay. Just so True. you know. Okay. I got the Chiefs minus 8.5. Okay. AJ's got plus 8.5 with the Jags. Let's go to the next game. New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles. Whenever you talk about a division rivalry, and you talk about the divisional round, you talk about the Giants and the Eagles putting on a barn burner, an instant classic, something we'll remember forever, not only in this series, but in the NFL, Saturday night, divisional round. AJ, how do you see it going? So I'm not going to beat around the bush here. You know I don't like to do that. Give me the Eagles minus seven and a half. Wow. I have a feeling you're on the Giants. Ladies and gentlemen, it is with great honor to say that for this particular game, 
I am on the side of AJ Hawk. Wow, minus seven and a half. I was going back and forth on this one too, but I yeah, I like the Eagles. Yeah, I'm not going to take a loss on this one to you. Like I think that is just whatever you would have picked here, I would have picked. And I assume if I was on set somewhere making the picks, you would have probably done the same thing because this could go either way. Bruce Bronovich is up uh, near a microphone. Bruce, last week you gave us like a woe is me type speech. What do you think this week with the Giants taking on the Philadelphia Eagles? The Giants are going to cover the seven and a half. Uh, It's the first time really good on good this year. Much was made about us benching our starters in the second matchup, but in the first one, our entire defense is basically out. They're going to be, uh, you know, ready to go for this one. And Dory Jackson will take away A.J. Brown. And uh, we'll cover the seven and a half. I have some news for the world. Okay. I'm taking the New York Giants. Wow. Whoa. I was going to say, you're big on Whoa. vibes. They've been gritty they and been dancing all practice. week. Yeah, they have. The Eagles are 24-7 and seven against the Giants in the last 31 meetings, though. Great. Money line. Eagles, seven and a half. That's a ten-point game could happen. I believe the Giants. Yeah. Bruce, you might know this for a fact, yeah, put the not, X but on. I believe the Giants. I put are, the X on the other one too. I put the, this the button. I, I push this little back button. Bam! Look that. No more X. <laughs> <laughs> we'll circle back. This one's tough. I think they're six and over. It's one seeds in their last six games. I believe they are as well. Who, Who? cares about any of that? The Giants. The Giants. Yeah, that's not. I the mean, team. they've only lost in the divisional round once. And different like team, different year. whole different building, whole different. Oh, of course. Oh, Dayball. All right, I'll take Giants plus seven and a half. It's a divisional game. Feels like it's going to be close. Yep. Let's go. Like the Eagles, though. I do think the Chiefs and the Eagles might come out a little slow. Yep. Maybe there's a chance, or Chiefs come out and just score forty off their yeah. first five. Series somehow. Also seen, possible. Seen it with the Chiefs. I mean, they, that 24 nothing game against the Texans, that was a divisional round. Let's go Bengals and Bills. Obviously, there's an energy about this game from both sides. The Buffalo Bills are pumped to be hosting a divisional round, and they're on a mission to right the wrongs of last year with that overtime coin toss when they weren't able to get off the field and let Josh Allen back at it. If you look at the stats of Josh Allen in the playoffs, he's the guy of the playoffs. He is fantastic. It feels as if the, the whole team's going to be wearing threes on their chains whenever they arrive on Sunday at the game. Tamar Hamlin might be back in the building. He might have the ATV Ooh, rrr, 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 leading the whole team out there. And that feels like a moment that Joey Burrow and the boys would love to ruin. Joe Burrow and the boys seemingly love to go into your house, into your trap, and take your trap. They did it last year. They went in Tennessee. They went in Kansas City. Then they went to the Super Bowl against L.A. in L.A. Almost fucking won that thing. Going into Buffalo and winning this game would be a huge moment in the sucking the soul out of a stadium category. Yeah. Yeah. A.J., who do you like? This is another one. I mean, are, are the spreads usually this big for the divisional round? Do we know? Like, going back at history, we don't have to go look at it now. But these just feel like big spreads to me. Eight and a half, seven and a half, certainly large, more than one score um, games. But also, I think that's because of how much respect we have for all the teams that are playing. Yeah. You know, like yeah. this isn't standard Jacksonville Jaguars. This is obviously mm-hmm. a new Jacksonville Jaguars. They're playing in the divisional round. So eight and a half is big. Like that feels like that's big in all of our yeah. eyes. Giants this is a brand new Giants. Like the Eagles number one seed, but the Giants as of late have been an absolute buzzsaw playing vastly differently. So seven and a half, that feels like a big spread in our eyes. I think it's just the respect we have for the teams, AJ, I think. Yes. Okay, well, nonetheless, with that being said, give me the Bengals plus five and a half. 
Give me the Bills. Minus five and a half. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Jesse Bates, the third. I mean, it's only a, it's only a touchdown. Give me the Bills minus five and a half. Mm-hmm. Jeez. From what Gabe Davis looked like after you asked him about DeMar, for some reason yeah. it gave me the feeling that, yes, he will be walking out with the team. Something. It does something. feel like something. Something. We are different on every pick. This is good. That is good. And last year, thinking about the spreads, also the uh, what Titans, Bengals. I believe that was a bigger spread because that was a one seed versus four seed. And then uh, Niners, Packers. I thought was a little closer because of the weather, but the spreads definitely weren't this big hmm. across the board. I was, tr- I was trying to read a stat on Patrick Mahomes over there on ESPN across the bottom. I think he has three straight games <laughs> of three something or whatever the case. I thought it was going to maybe make me smarter, and I thought I saw a Bills one too. With three pass TDs. Yeah. Okay. He, I mean, he's great. Uh, let's go to the last one here. Cowboys, Niners, AJ. It's the last game of the weekend. Got good on good in a lot of places that are going to be entertaining one-on-one matchups. Your thoughts? Uh, I mean, honestly, I would would not be upset at all if the Cowboys won. I am fans of of what they have going there, Big Mike, and the rest of the crew. Give me the Niners minus three and a half. Okay. AJ loves Big Mike, loves the Cowboys. Congrats on your big win over the Buccaneers, says AJ. Says a lot of people. (laughs) A lot of the public opinion on a lot of these TV shows with graphics. You got the Cowboys star, not to cover. No, 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 not getting three and a half points to win, win the straight game. up. Mm-hmm. These people all have stats and analytics people, and they have inside sources and vibes are high, apparently, for the Dallas Cowboys across the board. I have my eyes on those fucking Niners. <laughs> the jungle cat that plays left edge rush most of the time mm-hmm. for their defense. What? Bosa is a fucking animal. I understand the Micah also animal. He's got to stare down. Trent Williams, yep. who also fucking animal. When you talk about George Kittle becoming George Kittle yet again with Purdy at quarterback, it has been awesome to watch. He obviously road grades people and runs them off the ball, but he has become a legit bona fide through the air threat for Brock Purdy and this Niners team scoring touchdowns all the time. Christian McCaffrey, they trade for in the middle of the season. He's become their point guy. He's still unstoppable, running through contact when he should be taking it easy because if he gets hurt, Normally, the team he's on is terrible, but that's not the case with the Niners because they got Debo Samuel, who just got back from being injured and banged up. He comes back. What's he have? I don't know. A different gear to outrun everybody somehow. Ayuk has come full circle, not only with Brock Purdy, but he's dogging people down the field, blocking, setting the whole thing up. Kyle Shanahan still has 28-3 on the mind. Yeah. Yeah. I like the Niners as well. I like Brock Purdy, and I am excited that we have Four more weekends of football that we can talk about. I am excited that we have a divisional round on Saturday and Sunday where we're going to be able to be entertained and we're going to be able to watch thrilling matchups this weekend. Let's take this in. Let's enjoy it. Let's win all of our bets. Hell yeah. We're all hitting. Now, we do have to create a boost. We were thinking about doing it on the show. I think we should really dial it in because we only have four weekends left to do this. That's right. Only four more weekends to do, and we don't know about Pro Bowl. Maybe only three more weekends to do this with FanDuel, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's fucking, let's make these. Make it happen. Let's win these. Let's brainstorm like we were doing last week. Not as a separate group, but as a full entity. Team. Let's win, boys. Here Come we on go. Now. Come on now. Yeah. Finish cool. strong. Big thanks to Lil Latte. 
Gabe Davis, and Kirk Herbstreit for stopping by today. All of our guests this week have been fantastic. Big shout out to Darius and Chuck and AQ for traveling out here. AJ, you've done fantastic work this week. There you go, Hawker. Yep, thank you. The boys, you guys were great this week. I learned about nature's Tylenol. I learned about mopping yeah. after you poop, what, maybe. What's that? What was nature's Tylenol again? Well, if I do quote the doctors correctly, it's when you have a tummy ache after you poop, sometimes mm -hmm. you need to bop your meat. Yeah. Doctor Ty? Bingo. Nailed it. I thought it was during. I thought it had to happen during the dump. Not necessarily, because no. usually you know, if you have a good dump, it'll get rid of the tummy ache. But if it doesn't get rid of the tummy ache, crack stick. If you do it during, that's extra strength. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great work, Nick. Proud of you, buddy. Hell of a week out of you. Thanks, man. Hey, no problem. Everybody in the back, great work. We appreciate everybody for watching. You are the greatest humans on earth. Before we get out of here, we have to do a giveaway contest of some sort. And to do that, Bruce Branovich. Hell yeah. Here you go, Bruce. Yeah. Come on, Bruce. Come on, Bruce. Come on, Bruce. Come on, Come now, on Bruce. down. Blue, oh, blue collar Bruce represent. Come on, Bruce. Sit. Come on, Bruce. Oh, oh no, boy, that's that's start. That's all right. That's all right. I thought you were going to go down there. New balances too. Hold on though. Hold on though. Yeah. Very fresh yeah. New Balances. Clean. New York Fire Department cap on. Brian Dayball goatee on the face. Yeah. Blue collar Bruce is ready to win. Fifteen people. Five hundred dollars. If this Giants fan can make a football into that hoop over there, all you gotta do is retweet this video, say something nice to somebody in a reply, and in that same reply, put your cash tag in there so we can pay you officially on Cash App. AJ Bruce can hear you. Do you have any motivating words or thoughts? Oh, I've, I've spent time with Bruce. I know Bruce is going to drain this first one. He, his confidence is an all-time high. I know he can't hear me. You can okay. Yeah, he can. Yeah, thing. he can. Oh, I was just trying to make you confidently. He can't hear a word you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Ah, he, he, Twenty he, years older with that goatee. Yeah. Twenty years older. Yeah, I think. Go, yeah, it makes him look like established. For like sure. A, like a he, older he said gentleman. you look good with that goatee. Yeah. Now, why don't you win fifteen people five hundred dollars? Come on, Bruce. Bruce. Come on, Bruce. For the Giants, for the people, for Dayball. Oh. Oh! oh! Man, Bruce. Not a bad start there for Brucey. Okay. Don't fuck right. baby. All right. Yeah, no, no, same no. throw. <laughs> Put it <laughs> in the hole. <laughs> Don't you worry about nothing, Bruce. There it Bang! Is. Oh. It's all right. Bruce, you all right? Mimic the first Too one. jacked up. Remember Too the first up. one. Take a deep breath, Bruce. Brian Dayball, whenever he went over to Slayton. Oh, oh no. Bruce. Bruce. Bruce, why are you mixing it, it up? snap. You Bruce, had it. Bruce, you know when Dayball went over to Slayton and said, hey, chin up. We're going to need you. Yeah. Why don't you relax? That's what you need right now. Boom. You just powered through three attempts. You didn't even think about it. When the first one you actually tried on, you almost put it in. Yeah. Let's do that again for Come the people. Come on, Bruce. He's Let's try to put it in. Come on, Bruce. Let's try to put it in, Bruce. Come on. Let's try to put it in, Bruce. Boom. Oh. <laughs> we still got some balls left. Yeah, here we go. Healthy. We still got ball some ball opportunity. Too. Never seen a ball spin like that. Focus. Try to make it. 15 winners there potentially. Oh, I thought that was in. Had the right trajectory. Oh, the oh, oh the you need it. Yeah. You need it. You need it, yeah. Blender. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Giants fan, blue collar Bruce. Come on, Bruce. If he can bury this Duke into that basketball hoop, 15 people win $500. Oh, it's in the hole. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Where's the whistle tip? Too, whistle tip. Whistle Come tip. On, Configure. It's it's great. This is a pressure situation. All right, Bruce. <laughs> If you can put this uh, dorsal yep. fin football easy to throw. into any hole out there, 
Any hole out there, 15 people Chippo. win $500. Who retweet this video, say something nice to somebody, <laughs> and put their cash tag in there so we can pay them officially on Cash App. Blue collar, Bruce, for Brian Dayball. Get in. Ah. All right. <laughs> Basketball now, or can you shoot a hoop? What about that little volleyball? Go over the top. Yeah, you got throw flip, the volleyball. Got to flip the hat around back. Throw that yeah. in the trash. And then you should do a uh, soccer throwing oh. shot with the with the basket. Oh, do you want to make some putts? The flip throw in. I right? was going to take. The You're defense. a lefty, Bruce. <laughs> no, he puts righty though. Putts righty oh, though. Okay. What? It's like Phil Mick. Well, he's idea. forced to putt righty. Phil is actually his favorite Phil. golfer, but he refuses to represent him. Anymore. All right, Bruce, Jeez. get closer. <laughs> but stepping right in the hole. You're hold on, Bruce. Hold on, hole. Bruce. Jeez. Bruce, slow down for a second, Bruce. <laughs> Don't power through this, Bruce. <laughs> Golly, go. dude. Two practice cuts. There you go. How many winners do we think if he makes one of these five putts right here? 50. It's like three inches away. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. Ten. Okay, two nicks. Breaks <laughs> yeah. break left. Shaking, shaking like a no, no, you're Deep good. breath, Bruce. Right edge, Bruce. You make this. Fifteen wow. people. Oh, we'll win five hundred dollars. Right edge. It's all right. How's the ball bounce like that off the club? It's because he has such a good roll. Good strike. Yeah, yeah. It's a good roll. <laughs> good forward lean. Okay. Yeah, that's very edge. good. Bruce. Come on, Bruce. You got this. It Just Bruce, like when we beat the hell out of Foxy and Pat yesterday on the golf set. That didn't happen. That oh. never happened. That didn't. Yeah, happen. it did. Power through the break. Mm. It's okay. We'll get it. We got a couple more balls. Come on, Bruce. Come on, Bruce. Come on, Bruce. Bonus ball. A couple bonus balls. There you go. Yeah. Call basketball. There you go. Keep Take getting, a deep keep breath, for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? What's he doing over there? Where, I, can't, I mean, he's shaking like a leaf. You heard him. smell the poop in his pants. Yeah. He's the weed. Bruce normally has a good arm, Just and I've relax. never seen him throw like that. Yeah, I was going to no. say, you play catch with Bruce. What he fucking spins it, and then he's, you know. He is shaking like a leaf. Bruce, not your fault. Bruce, breath. This is a tough situation. so close. There it is. Oh, Jesus. I mean, Bruce. Harness that energy, Oh, Jesus. No one's ever putted that close. Go put a Zen in. Call yeah. your nerves. No, Did EJ <laughs> steal all your athletic ability yesterday? He's nervous. Uh, I mean, this is game. a gimme on most courses. <laughs> Here goes. Keep scooting up. From in yeah. the leather. He's getting Get closer. Out of the hole, Bruce. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, no. I haven't seen an episode of the Yip <laughs> like this in years. Oh, no. Holy. The Giants have no. Pat, oh, change your pick back to the Eagles. Don't take the Giants know, after that. <laughs> you can't. We might never see off. Bruce again. He cannot walk off. On that. Oh, yeah. We might never see him I again. I think he walked out of the door he's, out there. Yeah, yeah he's, he's already back I can here. hear him puking in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to take a nap in the Where dumster. Bring him Bruce. back, Bruce. I'm Bruce. so sorry, Bruce. Oh. I should not have done Going back, back to the dark. Get me back here. Yeah, stay there. Strap an anchor to that kid's leg. I am so sorry. Keep him in the cave. That's 100% my fault. Go take a bath, Bruce. He damn near made the first one. Yeah. Hey, he's going to think about that all weekend. All weekend. We know Bruce. He won't stop thinking about that until 2028, Foxy. Get him back out there. Oh, one last football. Someone's going to take him out for a nice One more baby dude. Come on. What do we say, Bruce? Redemption. Come on. I really enjoyed him watching him putt. Man, you should have seen him. He was actually shaking. But his, like he, I'm talking. he was standing with his foot in the hole. Yeah, like yeah, just yeah, yeah. get a little more comfortable, yeah, Bruce. What do you Come th- on, Bruce. What do you think, Pat? Like uh, oh. bottom of the key to one of the holes in the net? Or <laughs> Whoa. Bruce. 
Just throw it as hard as you Bruce, can. At take that. a deep breath. Your, your white is a ghost right now. <laughs> take like, a deep breath. Hey, come on. Come on. You're right, sweating Bruce. so bad those iron-on numbers are going to fall off. <laughs> no, no. Yo, that is you can see the sweat stains on the FDNY. All right, Brucey. Here's the deal. You make one of these two footballs into any of these holes out here. Any old garbage can. The football net, the passing <laughs> net. Yep, the hole above the camera straight ahead. The basketball thing. If you get into the upper lobby up you there. You want some motivation? If you, are you going to read the motivation, Pat, from Coach? From Brian Dayball's eyes okay. behind you all the way to Chuck Pagano's motivational speech here that he just texted in. Here we go. Tell Bruce his attitude <laughs> and body language suck. <laughs> He is better than this, <laughs> is what Chuck just said to you. Nice. Day yes. ball is over your Look shoulder. At Look at him. Chuck is <laughs> saying you're better than this. Come on, Bruce. Have confidence. Come on. For 20 people Whoa. to oh win $500. Wow. Come on, Bruce. Who retweet this video. Say something nice to somebody and put their cash tag in the same reply so we can pay you officially on Cash App. All Bruce got to do is put a ball into a hole. Close. What the close. fuck, dude? <laughs> Slang it. Tell him to let that thing go. He's babying it out. Yeah. Just smile. Don't fucking pigskin. Brucey Bronovich. Close your eyes. New York Giants <laughs> super fan. Yep. A man who will have to decide who the 20 people are. Yeah. Who win $500? Who retweet this video? Say something nice to somebody and put your cash check in reply so we can pay you officially on Cash App. All he has to do is put this one football. Has not picked up a ball yet today. Nope. nope. Put this one football into any hole out here in the Thunderdome. 20 winners. First 500 bucks. Feel good Friday. Bruce Branovich. Oh, I thought that was it. <laughs> but, hey, hit a, hit a couple putts. Let him hit a couple putts. <laughs> Can we hit some putts? <laughs> You're sick. You're a sick fuck, dude. Thank you. Bruce, you want No. I don't know. I, I what can happen? sleep tonight. Bruce, if he goes and drains a putt, he'll be able to sleep. What about a three-pointer? Yeah, three-pointer. 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 Here we go. Bruce, here we go. <laughs> three-pointer. Put the hat on back. Yeah. Bruce. Do a couple High school three-pointer. Get some of that nervous energy out of you. All right. He's going to rub one out. That would be the only Go thing. Bopping. Go AJ bopping. AJ saying maybe you need a little nature's Tylenol before this, but oh, he there flipped. There it is. Over the top. Oh, here it Backward. Is. For New York, Bruce. For the Giants. If Bruce can make this NBA three. Ah! Hey, shot. If Bruce can make this NBA three. Beautiful shot. 15 people win $500 who retweet this video. Say something nice to somebody. And put their cash. Bang! Ah. Hold on to my glue in the hole. Ah. Come on. No, no. It was... <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Bruce Bronovich, noted Giants in Croatia fan. Yep. Yeah, huge. Croatia. Big day ball guy. That's why he has the goatee on his face. Loves the Yanks. Has a massive matchup between his New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles coming up. Yep. <laughs> Would love nothing more than to drain this shot, to have good vibes, to go into the weekend, and also for 10 people to win $500 to retweet the video, say something nice to somebody, and put their cash tag in the reply so they could pay you officially on Cash App. Bruce Bronovich. For three. Bonus ball, bonus ball, bonus ball. Bonus ball, bonus ball. Nothing about it, nothing about it. And he travels. Shoot it. And he gets back to like a fucking free throw. And he shoots it. <laughs> Come on, Bruce. 
<laughs> Thank you, Bruce. Are we bullying him? What yes. At this point, I'm out of layup. I'm out of layup. No, 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 no. Bruce. Hey, it's all right, Bruce. I'm out of through the legs layup. Oh, someone check on him, please. <laughs> AJ. <laughs> that was your fault. That was your fault, AJ. I like Bruce. One like more Bruce. ball. Who he, said that? We all like Bruce. Who said one more ball? AJ. You did, AJ. No, I, want to be putt. Putt. I still want to bring him back out here and put him on the putting green. Bruce, can I talk to you Bruce. outside behind oh. the shed? <laughs> Don't take Bruce out behind the shed. For Bruce! <laughs> yeah, that must be it. For Bruce! Bonus ball, bonus ball. Jabba, Jabba grabbed him for your bonus ball. Can you imagine Jabba busting this? It's shooting it in. Oh, shit. That's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. Got it! In the hole. Oh. All right, that's a show. I mean, that's a... Uh, Bruce, oh, we're all missing today, Bob. Yeah. Yep. See that, Bruce? Yeah. Not just you, Sorry, Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. Yeah, right, Bruce. Bruce. Yeah, all right, Bruce. Good effort out here, Bruce. That may be Bruce. Go Giants. That Go Giants. Go Giants. Can you imagine if they get blasted, too? Oh. Yeah, Who said one weekend. more ball? Who said one more Parker. ball? No. Had to be Con Man. That guy no. Right up there. Because I want him to, what do you mean? I want him to finish on a positive note and not end with. Well, know, now what? He finished on an air ball. You happy? No, <laughs> if he go, I, if Bruce puts three more putts, he'll make three. All right, Bruce. Bruce come on, on, Bruce. Come on, Bruce. Here we go, Bruce. Come on, Bruce. Put that ball. Bruce, maybe you're bad at the Maybe you're bad at the short putt. Come on, Bruce. Just don't step in the hole. Start spreading the news. He's partying today. He wants to make an adjustment to make it the same way a hundred times, hundred times. Hey, take a deep breath. Lock in. We pull out the exclamation rap that he loves. Expect to make it, Bruce. Hey, Bruce, 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 step close, off for a second. Close stance a bit, maybe. <laughs> just turn no, it just around. Just hit a confident putt. Just hit a confident putt. Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Okay. This is this it. The one. Yeah. The money ball. It. 20 people. There you go. 25 there people. Yeah. There 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 yeah. 25? 25 people. $500. Come on, Bruce. If... Bruce can make this first and only putt. 25 people win $500 who retweet yes. this video, say something nice to somebody, and put their cash tag in there so we can pay you officially in Cash App. This is the one, Bruce. Come on, Bruce. This is the one. Uh, all right. <laughs> okay. Right. Oh, man. He's left-handed. He's left-handed. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. All right, Bruce. Layup, layup, layup. No, no, no. Two layups in a row. Bruce, this will be something Bruce will bounce back from next yeah. week. Oh, yeah. Not if one what, free throw. Yeah. If Saturday okay. night goes yeah. wrong, free throw. He'll never forgive himself. Free throw. Uh, Bruce, appreciate you, man. I mean, can you imagine the anxiety he's going to have thinking about doing this again next week? Don't he's not going to be able to hey. sleep until oh, right. next Thursday. Sorry, Bruce. We're sorry yeah. you. Sorry, Bruce. Sorry, Bruce. All right, Bruce. Yeah. 30 people, $500. Here we go, Bruce. Bruce, 30 people, $500. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. That's more go. work for him. He's like, yeah. why are you punishing me? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, next week, Bruce. You'll bounce hey, back. Yeah, right, Bruce. Hey, hey, listen, Bruce, overreaction Monday? Giants. You're back. Yep. Okay? Yeah. Let's get to work this weekend. Here we go.
White is a ghost. It, he does not look good. So you, you, one more football, three more putts. You remember all this? This is your fault. I'm trying to give him opportunities to win. Take some fucking ownership for what you've done. This is the problem with society now. <laughs> remember, when you point one finger, there's fucking three pointing back. That's yeah. right. That's why you got to do this if you really mean it. Right now, you're doing a lot of this, yep. pal. I'm not pointing any fingers. I'm trying to pump Bruce up and let him have a decent weekend because I know this may affect him mentally a bit. Moving You're not. Nah, he's that. good. Hey, Bruce, remember. Start spreading the news. He can't hear me. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it. New Jersey. New Jersey. All right, we're back. That'll baby Bruce. Good effort. Nice job, Bruce. That'll baby Bruce. Get Bruce a Bud Light. Bud. Hope you all enjoy some Bud Lights this weekend. Let's win our bets. Bud. And we'll see you for every action Monday. Goodbye.